0: y'all thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the nougat bell podcast all about stories of the south straight from the sources i'm your host kate robertson and i'm based in the scenic city of chattanooga tennessee i have a passion for stories and this is where some of the best ones get told so join me and my guests as we talk about all things chattanooga life in the south and beyond now pour yourself a cup of coffee a glass of sweet tea or a nice old-fashioned and join us we're so glad you're here
1: I'll in that dark group chat. That'll oh. yeah, like, entertain the masses <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you, Maggie. Well, after
0: that little bit of entertainment, <laughs> should we get started? Yeah, We're just... <laughs> yeah, we'll right. sitting here watching that for the rest of the night. Oh my gosh, we totally could. Um my cat has been providing entertainment to us for the last, I don't know, twenty minutes. Anyway, on this special edition of Pinkies Pinkies Up Bitches, um, we are reminiscing about our college days because it is back to school season, people are going to college for the first time, we're going back for senior years, whatever, and it has us feeling a little reminiscent. So, our drink of choice for the evening is the ultimate college bitch drink, Mm -hmm. the vodka cranberry. (laughs) Can't go wrong. No. Nope. Can't go wrong. Um, And we've just got some fun things to talk about. Mm -hmm. So let's start. Let's go around and say where we went to school and what we majored in. Okay. Uh,
1: I went, this is Shelly. I went to Roanoke College in Virginia and I studied psychology.
2: I, this is Mary, and I went to University of Georgia in Athens and I studied fashion merchandising.
0: And I went to Virginia Tech and I did communication in English. So the way this is going to work, if you listened to our most recent Pinkies Up Bitches episode with the guys, when we did hot takes from the jar, similar concept, except...
2: That took a dive real quick. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. It's great. Um, You can thank us later. Yes. Pour yourself a drink before you listen. It's a long one.
2: um... Isn't that a standard rule, though? Yeah, it
0: is. (laughs) Um. Not so much questions, just general subjects for us to talk about okay. So we'll just go ahead and get started and keep weaving out nuggets for my cat to eat Hey, she has
2: to supervise us she Somebody does. tries
1: our, no. our producer, Maggie
3: She's
1: like <laughs> Hey, I'll, I will
2: taunt you with this because you know you want it. <laughs> I am that person. It's fine. The <laughs>
0: background on why we have chicken nuggets with us is we originally wanted to try the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese because none of us have had it. And we were talking about how mac and cheese was the result of freshman 15 for mm-hmm. most of us. 100%. Multiple other things. And but, other things. But, but mac and cheese was a that. contributor. <laughs> Um so Shelly went to Chick-fil-A on her way over and tried to get mac and cheese, but they gave us the wrong orders, so we I mean have...
1: grilled nuggets are the same thing, right? <laughs> grilled nugs, I mean and the nug left chose us, but <laughs> when you want mac and cheese, nugs, it, it, it does not cut Nugs before. don't cut it. Come on Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I even have the receipt showing I ordered mac and cheese. So somewhere out there in Chattanooga, someone's eating our mac and cheese okay. while while Maggie eats their grilled chicken. <laughs> so I mean, if it it's a win-win, regard. There must be a trade-off. <laughs> trade yes. yes.
0: All right, I'll start us off. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag sports. Oh. <laughs> um. So at VT, very big football school. I was very lucky that my freshman year, I got to witness the magic that was Tyrod Taylor for his last year, Mm -hmm. Um, got to see us do a completely undefeated ACC season, and then get our butts kicked to uh, Stanford in the Orange Bowl. Aww. Um, And then, aside from football, I went to basketball games. VT basketball was a nightmare while I was there. Uh, The best thing that ever happened to us in the time that I was there was Eric Green, And I went to, like, one soccer game, a couple of tennis matches, a couple of volleyball matches, and I think I went to a swimming and diving match once for an assignment for a class. You, I mean, you went to school in Southwest Virginia, too. Oh, yes. And Mary also going to a football school.
1: Yeah, I was only 20 miles up the road from Virginia Tech, so very close by. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very close by. Yeah, no, Roanoke, oddly enough, it's so weird, the alumni basically paid to not have a football team, which is amazing. I know. So... When Roanoke, so obviously, you know, from Virginia schools and other schools in the South, too, during um, the Civil War and things like that, they were used, uh, the colleges were also training facilities. And so, apparently, whenever Roanoke was first found, you have to learn about uh, during your freshman year orientation, like your freshman orientation before you move in, to learn all about it. So, they actually, when it was a military school, they had a football team for, I guess,
3: Athletic training. Athletic
1: training. But then, (laughs) and I think maybe for a couple of years, and then just they didn't, the alumni liked the fact that they didn't have a football team. So the big sports at Roanoke, their lacrosse program is huge, which is cool because um, my brother and I played lacrosse. So, and my brother went to college in Ohio to play lacrosse, collegiate. Um, So, soccer and lacrosse were big sports. Um, Ice hockey was big. Okay. Uh, So, I would go to lacrosse matches. Uh, coach Pilot is still the coach there today. Very nice. Um, so I would go there. I would go to our soccer match. We had a really good – because we were in the ODAC. Um, that's the conference that we were in. Okay. The, the Old Dominion athletic conference. Um, basketball actually was really large, too. I remember going to the blackout nights that they would have every year. Um, and also, um, rugby was pretty – I mean, it was for boys that actually was not a club sport for the women. Ours was a club sport. But mm-hmm. So that was big. So I dated a guy that played on the rugby team and then – all the guys thought it would be cool, so we to create a girls' team. They coached, so it was the rugby players' girlfriends that played. The, it was special. <laughs> hey, it works. So we were about the, the girliest rugby team you have ever met.
3: Um,
1: so anyway. How to yeah. puff football would beg yeah. to disagree. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, so there was no football, but actually I did go to Virginia Tech games. I went to several UVA games. Um, always grew up watching it on TV. It's just we didn't have that, so our, our tailgating and stuff, Sports was around soccer and lacrosse, that's cool, um, and hockey and things like that. So. I
0: didn't know you could tailgate for anything other than football until I moved to Chattanooga.
1: Yeah, you can tailgate for anything, right? <laughs> we're Southern, <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, you could tailgate for peewee football. I mean, it's just you know, I secretly mindset. wonder about all those moms and dads on the sidelines. Same, yeah, no, they've got something special in those cups. <laughs> Can't tell me any differently. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, But I went to a big SEC
2: school, so the Southeastern Conference, for those of you not involved in sports of any kind. And so pretty much everything that could be a sport is going to be a sport. So the big thing, obviously, is traditional American football. Um, I started my freshman year around the what we called the Dave. Or David's, um, because it was David Green and David Pollock, and they were the two powerhouses of the football program um, when I first started. And growing up in Tennessee, it was a huge outlier for me to go to Georgia. How dare you? That's a competing school. So I had actually never been to any traditional football games until I went there. And then it's amazing, the crowd and just how much people get involved with Mm -hmm. it and the atmosphere and then past that I started branching out into other things so because it is such a big university I mean thousands of students from club sports up to the professional so so to speak there's a sport or something that you can do so I would go to basketball games I would go occasionally to soccer games but the big other sports other than basketball was probably the women's gymnastics program. Yeah. I
0: forget how big gymnastics is in the yeah. SEC yeah. because it's basically non-existent in yeah. the ACC. Exactly. No, for
2: it's huge in the SEC. For the gym dogs, and live that is what they were called, <laughs> the gym dogs, not D-O-G-S, D-A-W-G-S, yeah. for those of you who don't know, the acronyms of what Georgia does, um, <laughs> is that was a thing. Like, the basketball programs might sell out. You had to fight to get there for the gymnastics program that's so cool it was am- and the first time I ever went it was amazing and one of my friends I remember say, she was a former gymnast and I remember her going you don't want to sit next to me I looked at her I was like why not and she said because I'm going to be there critiquing I went no I want to learn yeah, yeah. like tell me what <laughs> I don't understand because I just look at it and I'm like that's amazing but why did they get a 10 point deduction why is mm-hmm. this not right and so pretty much anything that can be a sport will be that's awesome so. It's just the amount of following. I went even to a baseball game with friends from Georgia Tech because we were playing them at mm-hmm. one point. So there's if there's a sport, there's a following.
0: Yeah. yeah, I went to a baseball game at VT once, but baseball has never been my thing. I went because, like, my boyfriend at the time wanted to go and it was free. So I was like, cool, sure, let's why go. Not. It's a nice day. Yeah, you not have to pay for this. Well, I mean, for
2: what Georgia did is no matter what, if you were a student – no matter what sport you were attending, the prices were very fair. Nice.
3: Like alumni
2: would always come, but if you got there, most of the time your tickets were under $10 That's per nice. event for everything.
3: Your now, the students
1: get in free for Virginia Tech and UGA?
2: like the, For football? For football. $7 a ticket or $8 okay, a ticket. So I've so, always wondered that. Yeah. So
0: at VT, for all freshmen had to enter a lottery. Uh-huh. And if you yeah. got a lottery ticket, it was free. You didn't have to uh-huh. pay. Um, and then starting sophomore year, you were eligible to purchase season tickets Uh or you could still do the lottery. It just wasn't guaranteed. Gotcha. Um, basketball was a lottery system as well, or you could buy season tickets. Mm -hmm. And when I was there, pretty much everything else was free with your student ID. Gotcha. No,
2: for us, it was similar in that it was a lottery, um, but it was based off hours. Yeah. And so as a freshman, you entered into the lottery, And you would either get half or full. Mm -hmm. That wasn't really dependent upon your hours. Yeah, you would. It was just luck of the draw. So you would either get half of the home games, either the first or the second half, or you would be lucky and get the the full. And once you got the full, Mm -hmm. past that, then you were guaranteed. And it was. Think at the time it was fifty six dollars for however or sixty four some version like okay. that whatever the like seven or eight dollars uh-huh. times the amount of games that's what that's not paid. bad no yeah. it was very affordable but then after that once sophomore once you became a sophomore it was guaranteed that you'd get the full games because they had to gotcha. allocate the yeah. amount of student tickets and such.
0: There's the difference between the SCC and ACC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, no, you could all and granted the stadium was all. Occasionally packed out But most of the time it was solidly full So you couldn't differentiate the empty seats. Gotcha So there were different sections for the football For Sanford Stadium Because that's where we played football There were different student sections So it was the the 100s, the 300s Potentially the 600s, the nosebleeds But most of the time that was reserved for the away teams Gotcha Um, And then the end zones Gotcha So
0: Draw one for us
2: Okay Let's see Anything you'd go back and do differently. For me, honestly, is I wish that I'd kind of taken a a little... I think this is just a general... Nothing I would absolutely say never do differently because my philosophy on life is that every decision you've made affects who you are as a person now. So you can't really go back and say you'd change it because then you can't guarantee who you are now is who you'd be. And most of the time, I... Think about that in the term of bigger decisions, like should you have gone to this college, should you have not done this, and that kind of mentality. The little decisions I don't think affect you, but for me, I just wish more that I'd taken more chances and pushed the boundaries because I didn't expect to ever go to a big SEC school like that with 30,000 other people. Um, I thought I would go to a school that was under 5,000. And when things didn't go that way, I went knowing three other people from my hometown. And I'm sure that there were more there, but it was just people I considered I knew. Gotcha. So it took me a little bit longer to get used to everything that UGA had to offer. And my parents' rule was that you could transfer, but you had to last the first year. You had to make it through your entire freshman year. And then if you still weren't happy, then we could discuss transferring somewhere Mm -hmm. else. About halfway... My freshman year, I was starting to have those doubts and going, I wasn't really feeling like I was making friends and all of that. But then by the end, I loved it. So I just, I wish that I'd been a little bit braver and taken and just really gone for it and been crazy and just tried, even if it was like going and trying fencing for one class or belly dancing or ex- different things like that. I wish I'd just taken slightly more opportunities like that. Gotcha. Um, nothing that, like, oh, I wish I'd done one thing alone. So,
1: gotcha. So Let's see. I think maybe I have two. So I was pre-med for three <laughs> solid years. I was, Good for you. Woo! Like I even went toward medical schools. Like I went and looked at UVA. I mean I went all over the place. And the thing is I think I knew going into my sophomore year that I mean I love. I could have done it. I think I just I was so stubborn because I was like, I mean, I can keep doing it. I'll keep taking the bio classes and I'll keep taking the chemistry. So basically I put myself through torture of going through, through inorganic chemistry. So I could take Uh, why, why, why? why? Uh, Luckily I was double majoring while doing pre-med. I was doing both biology and psychology. So it wasn't like I was delayed graduating or anything, but I think that I would have, I wish I would have listened to my gut sophomore year when I knew that my heart wasn't in it. Like I was basically doing it out of principle because I was like, well, I mean, I could do it. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those, at, by the time junior year happened, I was like, I just don't want to like be miserable. I don't want to yeah. pay a hundred fifty thousand dollars to go to medical school and be miserable for the rest of my life just out of principle. So maybe that. But I wish I had studied abroad. I thought about it, and I went abroad when I was in college. I just wish I'd actually done a semester abroad. I thought about it. I just never, probably because I was so stubborn, still doing pre med that, <laughs> that, that I couldn't do it. Because I would have probably done it sometime during my junior year, but. Just I never got around to
2: it. I only, I guess that if I could go back and change my answer, I only did a summer and I wish I'd done a full semester yeah. because I think mm-hmm. that would have opened my eyes up, even if it was one traveling further, like mm-hmm. you're only in a city for so long because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that actually helps you really understand different cultures yeah. and mm-hmm. appreciate more of what you have at home, but what also you can learn from other people. Mm-hmm. where did mm-hmm. you study abroad? London. London.
3: Me too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, we've talked London. about that.
0: That's right.
1: We're London lovers. Yeah. Oh, all of us. I'm still mad that Jenny's friend wouldn't take me in the suitcase. It's Okay, I'm supposed to be going back next year.
0: I'll piggyback a little bit on what Mary was saying about being a little bit braver. There was a time, like, second semester freshman year, where I just, like, didn't really go out, didn't really do anything. I had friends, but I, like, wasn't super social, so I wish I had kind of done that a little Mm -hmm. bit more. There are times, so I double majored in communication and English, Mm -hmm. and there are times when I wish I had done the comm major and then double minored. I had a few friends who majored in foreign languages, and I took Spanish in high school, and I was really good at it, and Mm -hmm. I liked it. And kind of having them talk about their coursework and what they were doing really made me miss having Mm -hmm. that foreign language component to my studies. So if I could go back and do anything again, I would probably do the double minor, do the English and Spanish minor. Um, just to have that, because now I'm in advertising, and having a second language doesn't
1: always hurt. No, not at all.
2: Well, um, I mean, college ultimately boils down to you. It's just you're pushing yourself out of your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You're figuring out who you are. So Yeah.
0: And there are probably a few people I would have been nicer to or handled situations differently, especially with roommates. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm an only child, so yeah. I didn't know how to live with anyone. Oh, that's... Mm-hmm. yeah. So that was a
1: brand new experience for yeah. you anyway. So...
0: There were a couple of situations my freshman year that I wish I'd handled a little mm-hmm. bit yeah. differently, but no, it's either. over. It's done. It's yeah. not like she and I stayed friends after that semester, so. Exactly.
2: We Whatever. shouldn't live in an
0: all-female dorm. We did.
2: Oh, oh, you I did? did? too. Oh, that's what
1: I did freshman year. We did have yeah, that was, going. Yeah, sweet style, and I remember, and actually... Unfortunately, I basically got along with my roommate. She tried college four times, and then she realized it ain't working for her. Yeah. Like we're not—we're talking like academic probation. Left row and okay, I mean, I was like, give right. up the ghost at some point. At some <laughs> point, you to. But I remember like I had my cell phone because I was one of the few that drove freshman year, and I had my cell phone. And I remember my mom being like, "Who are you calling in DC?" I'm like, "We don't have family in DC." I was like, "It wouldn't be my family that's in Virginia Beach or anything." Apparently, my uh, roommate She's taking your phone. My roommate. Because I, I remember going to visit my friend Ruth at Virginia Tech. I was like, "Why is my cell phone dead?" Because I mean, I don't know. It was before yeah. smartphones. Now, so it wasn't like a lot. yeah, you know, you had to do the one 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 like to get your you know <laughs> T nine texting T nine texting, and so it wasn't one of those. I was on it like you are now, yeah. and she ran up a $500 cell phone bill. Oh my God. And the thing is, is that we found, and she's like, No, I haven't used your phone. And then once we called and found out she was calling her fiance at the time, yeah, she ended up having to pay that phone bill. But, of course. You know, she should have. She should have. Yeah, so,
3: you know. What's going to do? Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, I had to send it as an RA too. Oh. Okay, bars and nightlife Hashtag drink, drink, drunk
3: <laughs> Oh, uh, can we
1: admit to uh... Yeah, we can Okay I mean, me and Kate have yeah. drank at a lot of the same places in Virginia yeah. That's a sad part. <laughs> you guys have talked about all those bars Yes uh, No, well, there is the So, unlike Tennessee <laughs> In Virginia, you know, we get snow There was, And you would get sizable snow And it didn't always cancel classes But when it did you were excited because that meant on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night you could go out and drink because, you know, you had to go to class the next day. I think my
0: junior year at Tech, we got enough snow that it was the first time Tech had canceled classes for snow in, like, umpteen years. Yeah.
1: And, and it, it was a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal because the thing is, I know a lot of colleges, professors either live on campus or nearby so mm-hmm. they can walk. So you don't have – as long as you can get enough people there – you can you can open up classes, and I remember one of the nights it was awful. Like there was it was a, um, and I remember it because it was during my um, senior year. It was right before Christmas break, and several of us were supposed to be going to Boston for a call or a. Um, a job fair held by Rowan up by the alumni. And actually, I was supposed to have a um, interview at a mental hospital there. And they were saying, yeah, you know, there's this storm coming, this ice storm. Oh, no, what happened? And they closed down the interstate. So we went out that night, and I was drunk, and I uh, fell into a snowdrift.
3: I all of a sudden, Yeah, my
1: friends and I were walking. All of a sudden, it's like, where's Shelly? I'm in the snowdrift. I'm back here. but no, I'm yeah, a turtle. But, yeah, but no, McAdoo's. Oh, man. Yeah, and I think it's college towns, and even though Virginia Tech is a a big college, but Blacksburg is one of those colleges that it triples in size when college is in session. So it's got that small town bar vibe,
3: Mm -hmm. but it's
1: a huge school. And so I think that was the greatest part because we would go to the library in Virginia Tech. We would go to McAdoo's and Sharky's. It was just, yeah, Beef and Company, three floors of different dancing. So if you wanted to go out dancing with your friends in downtown Roanoke one night, you'd go to Corn Beef and Company. They had a different kind of music and dance floor on every floor. Nice. What? cool. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever tickled your fancy. And you, you also, you could get um, in one of the alleyways in Center at the Square in Roanoke, you could, uh, there was a hole in the wall and they served you, um, you could pick pizza for five bucks. You oh, could knock man. on the little hole in the wall and they would hand you out a pizza for five bucks. Oh, And then man. there was Texas Tavern where you could only get stuff made one way and if you didn't, you get yelled at. So oh my. Go. Yeah. good
3: stuff.
0: We, let's see, Sharky's, you mentioned Hokey mm-hmm. House was another place we frequented. Um, their happy hour specials were $1 singles, $2 doubles, and $3 triples. So those were great. Yeah, um, that was a good time. The legend, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention the rail at top of the stairs, <laughs> AKA Tots. I don't know how this drink was legal, but it had a shot of every single rail liquor which I think was like seven or eight shots mm-hmm. and then a little bit of cranberry and a little bit of lemonade. It mm-hmm. was $9 and it did the job and it was cost-effective drunk. Yeah. Well, you
1: but to, you know, if you want to college, you have to drink on a budget. That's yep. so I mean, yeah, I that smart. works.
0: <laughs> Tots, um, and Tots conveniently was right above the Jimmy
1: John's. In oh, Yeah, that's perfect. And, so you can go get drunk food afterwards. Yep,
0: there has to be that. The 50-cent day-old bread loaves yeah. saved my life. Yeah.
1: See, that's a good way to do it for but We go to IHOP and Denny's a lot.
0: We would do, I think hangover food is one of the things in yeah. the jar, but Jimmy John's and then Calzone's at DP mm. Um I don't think he has the Snapchat saved anymore, but one of the nights my boyfriend at the time had gone out of town for a job interview so my best girlfriend at the time was like when the boys away the girls go play we're going out Friday night so I was like oh great this will be fun (laughs) so the two of us went out and then our friend Daniel met up with us later in the night I think Jordan ended up meeting up with other friends later so Daniel like stayed out with me for the rest of the night and when last call happened I was like I need Jimmy John's right now so we (laughs) went downstairs and I remember waking up the next morning, there was half a loaf of bread on my nightstand, <laughs> and there was a screenshot of a Snapchat with me with my sandwich hanging out my mouth like a dog with a bone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
0: I have tried to track down this Snapchat. I have not seen it since. Oh, Maybe, maybe that's a good thing. It needs um, to
1: resurface at some point. Oh, it
0: will, I'm sure, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's. It's it exists somewhere. Yeah, I'm so sure. Da- I'm sure Daniel's got a screenshot of it somewhere, but
2: get to find it. Yeah, that's funny. Well, Tell
0: that's- us about UGA.
2: I mean it, it routinely is in the top 10 if I mean uh, solidly always the top 100 if not under 25 and solidly top 10 for biggest party schools mm-hmm. because there are four streets and I do say that four streets have bars within a block of what everybody recognizes as the Georgia Arch mm-hmm. you literally walk across and you're already on UGA campus oh. so yeah no there's plenty of trouble that you can get into and <laughs> you know, I can neither confirm nor deny I got in on a paper ID inside a, a student ID card wallet, yeah. and the dude looked at me and was like, mm, I was like, it's fine, and he was like, <laughs> he rolled his eyes and just was like, oh.
3: like <laughs> so I can neither confirm
2: nor deny that happened, uh, and this chick I think was blonde, if I'm no. remembering right, so, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, you want to ha- get some fun, you want to have a good time, you can definitely find it, and, I mean, I don't know that it's to the level of y'all of being able to name because they would routinely get in trouble for serving underage oh. people so they would change like every six months some of them interesting so, yeah one of one of them I distinctly remember as diagonal to the arch but it was called I think bourbon street and then six months later it was something else but it was Identical to what it was, so it literally they changed the name, and that was all that it was. So, yeah, the older that you got, the further away from the main street that you got, just because that was bars that actually, you know, legitimately looked at your ID and would check it.
3: So, (laughs) yeah,
2: there was one that was called I can't remember if it was just the drink that was called the general or if the actual. Name of the bar was the general store, and I had the it was funny because somebody sent me the recipe. And it was the drink was for sure called the general's, and it was basically a Long Island iced tea because it was a quarter iced tea, a quarter of this, a quarter of this, and a quarter of this, and that's all that was okay. in that drink. But it would absolutely mess you up, yeah. So, but the good thing that also balances out because Athens, for what it is is a very small town Mm -hmm. it's about an hour outside of atlanta but the university as you mentioned makes it explode so they had to have a balancing of everything else downtown again it's five streets it's not like it's this thriving metropolis but they would have a bunch of the different um hangover food restaurants and such like the grill and Pita Pit and Jimmy John's mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. whatever you were craving, you could definitely find. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we had the what was it? they had um, so there's Mac and Bulbs. The thing is, like Grown Oak, you could literally walk across the street, kind of like you did yeah. walk across the street, and that's where the bar started because that's mm-hmm. how they got away with it. You couldn't have it on campus, but if you walk across right the street, yeah, yeah. It's so like there's Mac and Bulbs that's still there. When I go through, I'll, I'll generally stop there. It's owned by alumni from the lacrosse team at, at there, like, like our parents' age. <laughs> There's Mac involved. There was one that was right next. That was Mac involved. And, and there's McAdoo's, which um, would deal hurricane drinks. And, mm-hmm. pint, and you got to, oh, yeah. whatever your drink came in, if it was so a hurricane glass or um, a pint glass, you got to take it with you. I still have all of them because they did them by season. We would go there for karaoke on Tuesdays and Thursday nights, which was great. But there was, I forget the name of it, it was right next. It's still, it's a new place now. But the great part about that was that um, it had a mechanical bull. Oh, man. So no college experience is the same with a mechanical bull yeah. drunk on Main Street.
0: We I would, don't know that we have one, but yeah, it was, I'm
2: sure there is
1: yeah. one.
0: The big thing in Blacksburg was do trivia on Tuesdays at Sharky's mm-hmm. and then go to Tots Tuesdays. Because that's when they had a bunch of drink specials and their karaoke nights. Uh-huh. So we had a group of... Anywhere from, like, 5 to 12 of us that would go to trivia on Tuesdays, uh-huh. and then we'd immediately... The trivia would end about the time that Tots Tuesday was, like, getting lit, uh-huh. and... I, God, I can't believe I just said that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome uh-huh. back to college! Yes! <laughs> um, and then, so we'd do that, and then go right to Tots Tuesday, and the number of times we got there, right when a drunk frat bro would start singing Bohemian Rhapsody... Oh,
3: frat.
1: Yeah. That's on point. That's right there. You know, the first time I ever went to trivia... I was at Buffalo Wild Wings in Blacksburg, Virginia. Oh wow! Oh man! Yeah, oh yeah. We just got the wild hair to go to Target the, because you know, there's a Target around, but we wanted to go to PW3s <laughs> and Target in Blacksburg. I think to buy a DVD player. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they weird. sold out. No, it was just weird. I think it was just it was an excuse to drive. Down oh the road. yeah. <laughs> All right. Relevant. Your drink of
0: choice. My my easy drink of choice is a bourbon and diet with a lime. I also went through a Bacardi and Dr. Pepper phase, yeah. which is very specific, yeah. but they actually work very well together.
1: Yeah. yeah. I went through a Cosmo phase, like most people probably do yeah, at some point when they're <laughs> underage or that's could fair. drink. That and I went through a Midori sour phase, and now you couldn't pay me to drink a Midori sour. Mojitos
0: like, are mine. But yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but no, I think I've, I've always had a love of bourbon and gin, So Like I was, I would always drink either order gin and tonics, or straight bourbon, or like a bourbon and ginger, mm. or a bourbon and diet, something like that. Yeah, no, I did have that Cosmo phase. <laughs>
2: Again, I think everybody who drinks starts kind of vaguely, but for yeah. me, I don't know. It took me a while to actually, because I was so nervous and Mm -hmm. so scared. It actually took me a while to really kind of start searching out, and I was trying to be the good girl. Me too. Um, So we're doing wine spritzers. There there. you go. How did you know? (laughs) Um, No, for me it was. I feel like it was more like my ties and like the super sickly sweet kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. That's where I had to start because I hated beer. Same. Um, I, like, I would have, if you handed me a beer, I it probably, I might be able to get halfway through. Yeah. Um So, it was mostly, it was not one thing, but I definitely distinct, I have this distinct memory of going out for one of my friend's birthdays, and I could picture exactly where the bar is, but I don't know that, what the name of it was, because it was towards the end of the night, but it was, like, big buddhas or something because there was a golden buddha inside Mm -hmm. and it was the first time I'd ever done this shot but it was the shot of Jaeger inside the beer and then you slam it like they drop it down is that the right
0: drink a boiler maker yeah Yeah, they called it
2: something else because of the bar but literally that was the first time and then having to check it and just being like "Whoa, that was a weird sensation I don't know that I like
1: that Mm -hmm. so I did that with Irish carbon. yeah my brother, night before graduation in college, all of us went out with our siblings, and all except one of us had older siblings. Yeah. And it was like, let's get our little sibling drunk. And I had way too many Irish car bombs. <laughs> <laughs> bad. It
2: was bad. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it wasn't one thing, but it was like whatever is sweet enough
0: that I can't mm-hmm. taste the liquor. Yeah. Did you ever have a Grateful Dead? When you were in Blacksburg, What's mm-hmm. a great day. It was the top, the rail that I described earlier. Mm-hmm. Similar concept, but instead of cranberry and lemonade, yeah. it was blue curacao and yes. raspberry something, and it did the like blue and red tie dye. Uh, it and was really yeah,
2: pretty, but really <laughs> pretty.
0: Did those, and then you were talking about graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, we drank the night before. I don't think we went out like two nights before. We went out like the last night of finals, mm-hmm. and then. My roommate and I woke up and took shots of Jack before we left our apartment to go to graduation.
1: That's what I just want to do: hear the dog, <laughs> you have something to keep going. hear the dog. Well, we through. had
0: there were like five of us that all lived in the same apartment <laughs> complex, and like four of us were taking shots. Yeah,
1: look well, <laughs> at you. Uh, yeah, exactly. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I do remember we had to liquor dinners a lot. We did we came with those our own, and everything you brought had to have liquor not cooked out of it. <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. We thought that was brilliant. And I remember our senior year, like, you know, you could, whenever you left college, like left on your like fall break and whatever, you had to, you couldn't come back before a certain time. Mm-hmm. Well, so there was this huge hill behind where the dorm were, where we were our last two years there. It was perfect for sledding. Well, we had bought this huge like the black tarp that you line your flower beds with. Yeah. And you could put four people on at a time and sled. Like I've got pictures of us doing this in college. Oh my. Um, and so we're like, you know what? We kept that stored underneath the stairs because one of us was an RA. This is so awful. And so we all orchestrated. <laughs> this is when the truth comes out. I
0: always had terrible RAs. Yeah. So we
1: all orchestrated that senior year. We were going to, at Christmas break, like two days before we were supposed to be back, we were going to sneak back into the dorms beforehand. So, we knew exactly, because I was an RA at one point, knew exactly when they made rounds, because our dorm butted up against where campus safety was. And so, we parked, because you could have your car on campus, because, you know, a lot of people would fly home for Mm -hmm. the break. And um, we snuck into the dorm through the basement, and then we used our cell phones and small flashlights to shimmy into my dorm room, and we tacked up that black tarp over all the windows so it blacked it out so they didn't know we were there and we seriously got drunk on Boone's Farm in Manishavitz drinking it with a straw that's all right I growl
2: <laughs> <laughs> ma'am I said it to you that's what I you would, do in, in Virginia I would not have been
0: that
1: creative yeah no, I was
0: no. oh man I was so scared to drink before I turned 21 but like most of my other friends did uh-huh. and I remember towards the end of freshman year we were all in one guy's dorm and everyone was making Skittles vodka. Oh, yeah. And I oh, yeah. was the one that was like, guys, guys, like,
1: shh, shh, shh. And everyone was just like,
0: Kate, shut the fuck up. It's yeah. fine. And like,
1: Zima's with Jolly Ranchers and Skittles. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Rough. Like, malt
2: beverages. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Zima. Really yeah. Works. Next question. Popular songs and music at the time. Oh, my God. I don't even know that I can remember. Oh. There were so many things. Are I remember... We- joining Facebook that's the sad part AOL. that I remember I remember AOL
1: Instant Messenger and I still remember my login information I don't that,
2: remember too. my login
1: but yeah past that I don't
2: know that I could pick what was I'm not the best at Creed. musical references though Creed was really
1: big and I had the biggest crush on Scott Stapp
3: <laughs> Ew, I was like why? I'll have his ba- I don't
1: know but I was like I'll have his babies not now I'm like what, what, what was is, I thinking oh god I want to go back in time and slap him. no yourself. I had a huge yeah no my boyfriend at the time he thought it was pretty funny too I was like hey you know, whatever we all have those things. I, I know Britney Spears was in her heyday. Whenever I was like in a junior or senior in college, I remember that. I remember her dancing with the snake on her.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My freshman year, the big song was "Dynamite" by Tayo Cruz.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: Oh. Okay, now I'm gonna have to Google. Uh, no, feel free have, to I'm Google. Google. I'm I just say, I suck
2: at music references, so that I am the worst person to come up with. I
1: mean, with this Dave question, Matthews. So. I mean, I've been a Dave Matthews.
0: Tayo Cruz was my freshman year and he had like those two songs and then did nothing else with his career um and then my senior year was when um Wake Me Up by
1: Avicii was big oh, oh yeah oh yeah NSYNC ba ba ba. oh Eminem came out my freshman year what and oops I did it again that was I was okay in, I was still in high school
0: I'm going to I'm going I apologize in advance I'm going to age us do it. Uh-huh. I was in third grade when Oops, I Did It Again came out.
1: Oh, hey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, third or I feel fourth. Worse.
1: Oh, do you remember Bootylicious? Yes. That was during my, like, and Fallen by Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Destiny's Child apparently. Oh, yeah, I remember because we used to drive around because my car had a really good system in it. The basically, and we would... Wait, what is that? See all of these references. Jumping, jumping. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know.
0: I did a tap dance. Oh, an
1: so Usher. Yeah. I mean, I might still have that CD if you really want to jam out. Yeah, we could. Let's just let's go to town. <laughs> My boot. Yeah, Usher's Confessions. Oh, snap. Yeah, Usher was big. Wow, I forgot some of these songs. Oh, oh, bless her. Uh-oh. Ashley Simpson's one and only song in her music career, "Pieces of Me," came yeah. out the year I graduated. Yeah. she
0: actually in the last couple of years released a cover of she's not a bad singer no though. she's not she, oh it was one of the paramour songs oh i love Paramore. yeah she um, was just
1: she was masked by her sister yeah that's what it was
0: i'm but, blanking on what it was um i can hear it in my head and i can't think of the name of it it'll come back to me in like half an hour but she actually released a cover of some Paramore song, and it was beautiful.
1: No, again, she's not a bad singer. Yeah, Avril Lavigne was a big one. Uh,
3: oh, I loved Avril
1: Lavigne. Are TV shows in yes. here? Okay, good. Well, then I got that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> TV shows, movies, I'm down. Pass that. Uh-uh.
3: Okay. What we got
1: favorite and least favorite classes. Oh,
0: Communication, Law, and Ethics. The worst
1: okay so you know how you could audit classes yeah you know you hit your regulars you can audit or you can do pass fail and something told me not to do to just do it as an audit to where it didn't count for a grade i need to turn in craft if i wanted to i was like i was convinced to do it for pass fail um my senior year last Why semester you too i took the history of religion don't ask no me. and the thing is like. I mean, I enjoy like learning about really. It's just fascinating. I don't know what possessed me my last semester to take that as a class, and I remember thinking I'm doing way more than this, and I have to do half my other classes. Because the thing is, I knew it would be an interesting class because you learned it was more about like the history of like the times and the region, and I was like, that's fascinating. No, yeah. sitting in on that class, sure. Yeah, no, I should have totally audited that one instead of doing it. As, I mean, I passed it just fine, but I'm like, ah. Uh, mm. But no, I would say probably my social psychology and my nonverbal behavior and communication classes. I mm-hmm. love it. I still use them today, so they're two of my favorite psych classes that I take.
2: Still creeps me out when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> probably my least favorite is a close tie economics and astronomy astronomy. Like I took those two classes not together. They were separate right. classes. I had to take the econ class. Astronomy, I've just always been fascinated by the stars and what I hoped was learning like more about what stars are in our galaxy and watching and doing things like that. Oh yeah, you could take the optional lab, but that was not part the normal astronomy stuff was the black holes mm-hmm. and all of that. The not um, fun stuff. The not fun stuff. Um, and apparently he had changed it after the last semester because there were too many fraternities and sororities that had the test banks ah. of questions. So it was an easy pass. And that's not why Keep I those took GPAs it. Keep those GPAs up. Exactly. Yeah. But so the econ, it was just, it was very difficult for me as much as I tried and I shouldn't have taken an honors econ, but I was like, I'm a relatively smart person. I can sit, I can sit through the class, and then I can study and be fine. I passed the class, which I was proud of, but I was still just like, this was difficult because mm-hmm. I just would, I tried with other students to get them to help me with it, and I was still just going I don't understand um, all those philosophies and all that. I mm-hmm. guess was
0: lost. Um, the joy of being a liberal arts major mm-hmm. is I could take a philosophy class called language and logic, and it would count towards a math credit. Oh, oh my and gosh! When, and
1: when I a math credit, I did that. Kind of logic, probably it logic
0: wasn't there. It, yeah, science. It just, yeah, it, it as long as it meant I didn't have to take calculus, I was happy. Hey, um, I'd be all for that. I did too. well in calculus; it was fine. I I did not. Um, so that was hard because the professor was. I think he he was some form of British. I can't remember if he was like Irish or English or whatever he was, but he had an accent. He talked very fast and he was the type that I'm going to write my notes on the board. And when the board is full, I'm going to erase it. And if you don't get it too bad, get it from someone else. Wow. That final exam had a very, very, very large curve. And that is the only reason I passed that class. But for favorite classes, modern poetry, And that was only because the professor was just awesome, and I'm convinced he was the only person who could make The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot, so magical. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had a really great PR professor that I took twice for principles of PR and writing and editing for PR. And both, like, not super easy subjects, Mm -hmm. but he just made it, like, it made sense, it was like fun to be there. And he always made everything valuable. Like he didn't teach anything that he thought wouldn't be valuable Mm -hmm. to us. So it was definitely like he made his class worth it. So I liked him as a professor more than I actually liked his classes. But if I ever saw his name for a class, I was like taking it.
1: Yeah, because you've got professors that are so gifted at what -hmm. they teach that you're like, I get this. Yeah. I really do
0: And he had like A 30 year career Before he was a professor So he had his own Experience to draw from Not just like Academia Which, which helps too. And something like PR Helps tremendously Yeah, yeah That and does so. help a
3: lot mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. favorite So uh-huh.
0: Was the tie between two? I love
2: mythology, specifically Greek and Roman. So I took it. I did too. I took one of those classes, and I really wish I could remember his name off the top of my head. But my professor, I specifically chose the rest of my schedule that semester around this one class so Mm -hmm. I could get this professor because I heard such good things. Because he was, he literally shuffled into class like he was. He always wore a blazer. He always wore a bow tie, and I'm actually still a part of Facebook group of the all his students who took him because he was just adorable and i loved the material he was teaching us anyway but he was such a he was just adorable and mm-hmm. like you would see him if you were driving around uh-huh. and he would just smile because you saw yep. real kids um but he he would periodically bring his xylophone to class and he would just play for us on a friday i have questions i know right it was it related in no way
3: shape or form
2: but it was just adorable and we would beg for weeks oh. to get him to bring it and then finally one day he would bring it and play for us and it wasn't like the kid version of like the colored
3: yeah i, I guess pieces it's like a legit. it was a legit
2: like it basically looked historical That's which i'm cool. sure it probably was um he right. was just he was adorable the subject matter was fascinating and just I enjoyed my other classmates and it was just we had a ball and it was funny walking into the I remember walking into the exam and everybody else being so stressed and worried from their and I'm like really I just uh, he did a great job really um but then I also part of the reason I changed my major to fashion merchandising was because of one of my friends who was in it and it was looking back it was always part of who i was and like the tv shows and things i would watch and all of that um but get when i finally got into this department and i saw that it was an option one of the classes i looked at immediately on the syllabus i was like i need to be in that class now
3: Mm -hmm. was
2: historic and cultural aspects of dress so you started at marie antoinette and you went to present day Mm -hmm. so that's cool yeah then you the not prerequisite, but the precursor class, which I took later, which I enjoyed as well, just not as much as that class, was antiquity to Marie Antoinette. So you studied the evolution of fashion, you studied its historical influences, its cultural influences, is like one of the reasons that women in the French Revolution got caught as an aristocrat even though they were dressed accurately was that to wear a pannier which is that wide hoop skirt Mm -hmm. the one that's ridiculously long is you had to be trained from a young age from the age of like four or five to be able to gracefully leave that's why french doors were created it was all of these influences came together um and so women would be leaving so they would un knowingly turn sideways to exit and so then somebody would go you're an aristocrat because you would walk out of a door sideways and no, so it, it's just but then following that was the French after the French Revolution was Napoleon Bonaparte so that's the Jane Austen time mm-hmm. period and all that so they then went to basically nightgowns as types of dresses because they wanted to rebel against the extravagance that was before them so it was just it was my professor was interesting but it was just watching the evolution it was that's awesome really, really
3: cool.
1: i do still have a class that i took a humanities class just because you had to take so many yeah. classes and the thing is i know y'all are probably the same way you tested out of so many like yeah. you know grades from ap or yeah. high school you yep. tested out so like there was a lot of classes i didn't have to take so it's like oh, I'll just fix why not yeah fix some stuff And I remember I'd already done all my English credits, but I still had to have something as I took a humanities class. And I still have, not nightmares, but dreams that I'm in that class. And I did, I mean, I got an A in that class. It wasn't a bad one, but the professor, how she was, like, she was just very much, you have to be there on time, and you Mm -hmm. have to participate. And I will still have dreams where I'm in that class, and it's like, I forgot to show up for two days. And, like, what What is I supposed to do? I still have dreams. Yeah, and I never did, but it's just one of those, still in the head, so... Is it my turn? Yes.
3: Let's go for blue.
0: Dorm life. (laughs) So I lived in a dorm my freshman and sophomore year, and then I moved into an apartment my junior and senior year. Freshman year, I lived in an all-female dorm because I was an uptight, slightly judgmental person, and I was like, boys and girls shouldn't live in the same space. So... (laughs) I lived in an all-female dorm, and I hated it. Yeah. And then... <laughs> too
1: much estrogen.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: way too much. And then, I won't say too much about my roommate situation. It just ended up not working out as well as we both hoped it would. Um, she unofficially moved out after our first semester mm-hmm. to basically live in her boyfriend's dorm. Oh, okay. Um, so, which meant I basically got the room to myself, which was actually kind of nice. Yeah. But I did that, and then my sophomore year, I lived in a co-ed dorm that was suite style. Mm -hmm. So, it was six girls to a suite, and we had, like, a common area, a shared bathroom, and then three little bedrooms with two girls each and then my roommate that year perfectly nice we Mm -hmm. weren't like best friends but we got along we would Mm -hmm. get dinner together like once a month or something and never really had any issues with her but she I'm very much a morning person Mm -hmm. like early to bed early to rise type and she was very much a night owl Um, so that was a little bit of a different thing but I learned to deal with it and we just never really had any conflicts or anything so I was just glad to not live in a dorm anymore and then get an apartment. Now, did you
1: do on, like, on-campus apartment or did mm-hmm. you do off-campus apartment? Off-campus.
0: Gotcha. We were, like, a mile and a half from campus.
1: That's not bad. No, did it just you that did it? Did, or did you have a roommate when you were uh, Yeah, apartment? it was me
0: and my roommate, Laura, okay. who was one of my best friends freshman and sophomore year, and then we lived together. Um, And then, like I said, we had, like, three or four other friends who lived in the same complex as us, and we were That's just good, in, like, nice. the buildings next to each other, yeah. so we could just, like, walk over and
1: which is nice hang out too. with them,
0: which was nice. Um, and we had a good apartment.
1: Yeah. I was in a, well, and it, the irony of it is you went to an all girls school and I was like, don't want to go to an all girls college. Like, no. And I didn't even sign up to be in an all girls dorm. And that's what I ended up in. <laughs> uh, in my freshman year. I was in Marion dorm. Um, but yeah, so it was a sweet style. So you had your roommate another, and then a bathroom. It was like a, sh- a shower stall and a toilet and then the other people. So, me, mean, me and, and my roommate, Alicia, we got a long, minus the cell phone thing, our sweet mates, not so much freshman year, they were just a little like oil and vinegar, or oil and water, but, just, but after freshman year, they were completely fine, just, I don't know, maybe they were just feeling their way out, but I was a RA my sophomore year in uh, the campus safety dorm, so I was some, you know, Virginia, you can't have... Uh, sorority houses because they considered a brothel if you have so many women yeah so um so what they did is the building where that was one side was independent so i mean you could you might have people that were in a sorority they were just independent and there were four floors and on the opposite side each of the sororities had their own floor and they were like cause you had RAs on both sides or whatever. But yeah, so my side were the ones that were like, no one was in every floor. Like there was an RA on each floor, but none of those floors on the left-hand side, no one was in a sorority or like there could be, but the other ones, like you had to be in sorority to live. And generally it was like their officers and things like that. Um, and then on the bottom floor, one of the new fraternities, they had just the bottom floor. (laughs) So there was randomly on the bottom was, uh, Pike Alpha's random one. Uh, and then, and then my friend Erica, she and I actually, I, we just had to be roommates. We were gonna be roommates anyway. And then I got offered to be an RA. So she's like, okay, cool. So I had a roommate. And then I was an RA my junior year too, but I had a single because some of my friends decided they wanted to try to do Roanoke, tried to do a whole off campus um, apartment thing mm-hmm. to help with the housing issue. And they quickly learned they should have never even done that. They were miserable. It was awful. Like, But so I did, I was in, and then I decided not to be an RA my senior year, but I was in the same dorm, but I had a single then too. So, and I overlooked the quad. So it was Oh, nice. Cool. And what was nice is I was on the top floor. And so if I opened my window, there was like a little bit of room, like enough to where I could crawl off the window and stand and I could actually look over the like the brick spires. Oh, thing. that's so was cool. cool. Was awesome. Yeah. And so whenever it snowed, snow would collect. I could
2: nice
3: mm-hmm. That's the best. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah so my going to a big school you were only ever guaranteed housing your freshman year unless you lived within 10 miles of the campus so there mm-hmm. were other cities around mm-hmm. um so being out of state i was guaranteed so i lived in an all-girls dorm which was my roommate's decision at the time because it was the only place she felt comfortable i was met up through a A mutual friend She seemed okay So I was like okay And then she would not live In a co-ed dorm And to me I was uncertain about it But I was also okay with it Because it was every other It was either a wing In certain Mm -hmm. ones Or it was a complete floor Mm -hmm. So it, it would depend on the building um, so, it was a joke, running joke, because we lived in Brumby, so you'd have the Brumby butt, or the be Brumbylicious, because it was the furthest dorm up the hill, so you'd have to hike.
0: Oh, so you yeah. get a nice butt from walking.
2: Yep. Yeah. So, um, there was even the, like, the Bubblelicious logo, they took that and did the Brumbylicious oh, logo, and oh, I man. still wish I'd bought that t-shirt. Uh-huh. That's, my, that's another regret. I was like, oh, <laughs> wait, I would have bought that frickin' t-shirt. Um, but after that, I lived in apartments. Mm-hmm. So, the good thing with Georgia being so packed with students and housing issues is that it creates a lot of apartment complexes around it. So for my sophomore and my junior, I lived in two separate ones, but that were on the same bus line. So you could ride the, uh, Athens buses, if you had an active student ID, Mm -hmm. so you'd swipe it, and if it swiped as that you were active, you'd hop on the bus for free. Nice. So where those two were is I could drive if I needed to, and I always had a parking pass, but I could also ride the bus if I was just feeling lazy and I got there in enough time. And then my, uh, senior year where I lived with my roommate is I had to drive to campus basically because the buses ran only like once an hour. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it was just, it was different and I had a different roommate every time, but it was,
0: it, I think helped me learn. Yeah. I never lived in this dorm, but I had plenty of friends who did. Mm -hmm. Uh, The infamous Pritchard Hall at VT Mm -hmm. at one time was all males, and it was seven floors, and they called it the Seven Layers of Playas. Oh! Oh. (laughs) And then I think a year or two before I went, they made it co-ed. Okay. And I think it was every other floor. I don't know. I never lived there, but I had friends who did, and I'd still laugh about Seven Layers of Playas. That makes me laugh. That is pretty funny. It was weird. When I was at Tech, like, each dorm had its own, like, reputation or Mm -hmm. personality, and we had a couple of all-female dorms, a couple of all-male, and then everything else was co-ed. Dorm life is
1: weird. Yep. Yeah, I think ours, there was one freshman, all women's, and then the other three were co-ed, but they were, one was by wings, Mm -hmm. and then the other ones were by floor, like, every other floor was male or female. And then everyone past that, It it was by floor, except the, um... The set of like ones where I was that were right on the quad, because um, you had to you had a key, but then you had like a swipe at one point, and so it would be like this part of the dorm because they even though they were they were like a row house, but they were all a separate mm-hmm. dorm or whatever. um, You had a key that would only let you in. You had two keys. You had the one that would get into those doors and the one that got into your room. Yeah, and so the boys like their door, their key wouldn't work to get into our front door are the ones the connecting doors mm-hmm. to kind of keep them from trying. Yeah. The
0: dorm that I lived in my sophomore year was co ed by Wing, Mm -hmm. except there was one suite of guys kind of catty corner from our room Mm -hmm. just because of overflow. Yeah. But everything else was by Wing.
1: I yeah, remember, right. I remember, like my brother. I mean, his freshman year, they they did a lot of like suite style. And mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, they had it was just on the floor, like you could have two down from you was a yeah. suite of. You know, they didn't have co- they didn't have communal showers because mm-hmm. you had your shower, so it wasn't like they had to worry about. Oh man, hall like style that. bathrooms were the worst. Yes, yes, they were. Mm. Past freshman year I didn't have you yeah. know that so yeah.
0: My boyfriend went to Auburn, and he said freshmen are not required to live on campus, so he never lived on campus. I mean. Which I'm kind of jealous of, but I'm also like, dorm life is like a necessary evil. It helps you, I think it helps acclimate to the college process. I mm-hmm. do. But he also has a little brother. Yeah. So he's used to living with other people, oh, whereas yeah. only child like me. You got a reality check. Yeah. So mm-hmm. things are interesting. You
2: gotta, You gotta learn. Yeah. All right. Your favorite campus spots. UGA was divided north campus from south campus. Mm -hmm. And once you got in, and each specific degree program then kind of designates, like, I lived in Dawson Hall. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple of different degrees in that building alone. It was technically three floors. But I think there were lots of little individual degrees inside of those. So I don't want to actually just say what was in there. So you kind of would live in that one building yep. slash in that mm-hmm. one area.
0: That's why I wasn't ticked. Yeah.
2: So the door, like it's, you could pick out the different spots on campus. And again, it's it, UGA is really compact, actually, for such a big university. A lot of things were shoved into this one tiny space. So freshman year, you mostly live trying to get all of your base requirements done on North Campus and then past that, you'd spread out. So my favorite spots were on North Campus because that was where it was super green and there was a big quad and lots of areas past that. You you still would see trees and such. But it was a lot more buildings, industrial, mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. So I would mostly live if I could, when I could pick. I was on North Campus. It just it, it, there was not one spot. It was just anywhere that I could find a spot because there were pretty fountains and such. Mm-hmm. But past that, there wasn't. It was more just specific rooms yeah. and such.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Our quad, like I loved our quad. Um, it was the main quad, although it was so weird. Like our the fraternities, it started like halfway through my sophomore year. They got into the hole when it was nice out, so, like, not super cold, not super hot. They would take golf clubs and tennis balls and literally just hit them all over campus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't
3: understand,
1: but, yeah, the quad, the main quad that was right there in the middle of campus, which, like, my dorm junior and senior year looked out on, That's where the um, the cafeteria and the student center were. It was just pretty. When it was a nice day, you'd go get a blanket. You mm-hmm. could lay out. We did a lot of studying there, so I loved it. Um I really liked our library a Mm -hmm. whole lot. And then, so, um, my good friend Mike from college, he actually is phenomenal at piano and organ player. And he played the piano and organ for the... um, the chapel on campus oh that's cool yeah i think because they would have a catholic mass on because he's catholic he had catholic mass on campus well so he had keys to the chapel so a lot of times on the weekends um because he was a commuter but on the weekends we would all go and hang out in the chapel and he would play the organ so he'd be, like playing play with the opera oh, like that. so like cool. late at night we would just go and hang that's out there and we would have fun playing the piano and singing and doing stuff like that so that's cool, cool. yeah
0: um, similar to what Mary was saying, the communication and English departments at mm-hmm. VT were in the same building. One communication was on the first floor of Shanks Hall. <laughs> English was on the third floor, third and part of the fourth. So spent a lot of time there. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there. And then the second floor was only offices. Mm-hmm. So on the first and third floors, yeah. they had like... Tables and desks uh-huh. and stuff where you could work. And I spent so much time there just working. There was this one table on the third floor that was kind of tucked away in a corner. Mm-hmm. And I jokingly called it my office <laughs> because I spent so much time there, especially my senior year. I would just like jokingly tell my friends, like, oh, I'm in my office. And they just kind of like knew where I was.
3: Combined, right? But
0: aside from that, Upper Quad was where the corps cadets was, uh-huh. and Shank's Hall was on Upper Quad. And if I timed it right, I could see the cadets out marching and oh, practicing, darn. or the Heidi Tidies practicing. Mm.
1: Which or is cool to watch. I've watched that. The Heidi Tidies are awesome.
0: Cool. I would be remiss if I talked about Virginia Tech and did not mention the corps cadets or the Heidi Tidies. More on that later. <laughs> um, but I would and hear them practicing, and they would play not taps, but if I was there early enough, they would play some tune or medley Mm. or something to, like, wake everyone up. And then after that, the drill field, of course. Mm. And you had the pylons on one end, the pylon memorial that overlooked the drill field. And Mm. that was just beautiful, especially on really nice days Mm. in the fall when all the trees around it were different colors. And then... There was a coffee shop on campus that I really liked. It was like coffee and pastries on one side and ice cream on the other. Oh, to the combo. So I'd go for coffee in the morning and ice cream at night. And they had really good seasonal coffee roasts. Mm. So they'd do like
1: a gingerbread one or a oh. pumpkin
0: one and like a peppermint mocha coffee. Oh, my gosh. Not...
1: I love Mill Mountain coffee in that yes. area. I love Mill Mountain coffee. They <laughs> had a Mill Mountain
0: on Main Street. Mm-hmm. Very hot chocolate.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: mm-hmm.
1: wonderful. It's I don't know Mill so I'm sorry. I got Jittery Joes. Oh <laughs> that I, started in I Athens. do know Jittery Joes. Mm-hmm.
0: I was actually looking at UGA for grad school, so I went to Athens once or twice okay. and I definitely remember
1: walking by that. You know. They're all over. Okay, party time question mark. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so open ended. What? <laughs> Well, y'all heard about my liquor parties that we had, our right. liquor dinners, our liquor dinners. They were a lot of fun. I've got a lot of pictures from those, too. They got weird. We had a lot of
0: fun. <laughs> okay. it that was before social media. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: But he's like I remember when my friends lived uh, our sophomore year in the apartments Because like that was Roanoke, actually, now on the um, north campus, actually hit, or west campus, actually, has made, they like, took one of the old buildings that we owned, but nothing was done to it. It's a historical building and turned it into apartments. So okay. they actually have, like, Not that they went to an apartment complex and rented out so many buildings, but just by volition of the fact of there were so many, they had three buildings that they rented. So on the weekends, you could always, they would be like progressive apartment parties. Like, you know, know, and the thing is, do y'all have like the campus newspaper? Yeah, the
0: Collegiate Times. Yeah, so
1: we had one, and I remember. Red black. Yeah, so we all have one, and I remember that, um, It was. It made the Salem paper, but it also made the Roanoke paper. Oh, okay. There's the Sheets gas station that everyone knows. I love so much. Well, apparently we're going to take a road trip there. Yeah. Someone apparently at one of the apartments got drunk, had went to Sheets, ordered food, and they call your number. I think I don't know if that's. It used to be that you had to pay and then they hand it to you, but they could actually just go and get it. Anyway, they called his number. He dropped his pants. He peed and ran with his food. Yeah, and they eventually caught him. <laughs> but yeah, that was after a weekend of apartment party. I remember Ooh, that very well because it made the Salem paper because they were trying to figure out who it was. And they oh, found him. No. Of course. But then it also made our campus paper. Of course oh, it no. did. I'm
2: surprised it didn't start with campus and then go college. Yeah. It. And the Calling thing is, like, campus.
1: there were, like, High Street is one of the colleges. There were some fraternities that had off-campus houses that we would go to and party there, too. Um we went to VMI for some parties, though, because Lexington is not, Lexington was not that very far Mm-mm. away. Lexington's
0: We're, really pretty. Yeah, it's
1: very pretty. It's a very easy drive for us. Are we talking Lexington, Kentucky, Virginia? Okay, yeah, uh,
0: trying to Lexington, Kentucky would be a bit of a crawl. Yeah, right? I know, but That's Lexington, Virginia was so about. Good.
1: 45 minutes an hour if there was bad traffic yeah. from Roanoke so you're not talking that's where VMI is mm-hmm. like, yeah it's a gorgeous campus yeah. but um I had friends that went to VMI and so we would go up there on the weekends and they would have are they the ones that have to doff dof their caps yes, if you're a woman do. yes I oh yeah that. they, oh, they, they do that at tech too I want to I want to walk it just so they have to do that yeah. So yeah. No, they do when they walk by. They Bye, have to. I'm they not. have to uh, drop their cap keys. So. Such
2: an old tradition. I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But Yeah. We would find any reason to do something. Like we would. But thing is, we also would do a lot of like random. Like my friends would like to go bowling mm-hmm. and things like that. So.
0: so I didn't go out that much until mm-hmm. I turned twenty one. Mm-hmm. I would go to like my friends' apartment parties, but I wouldn't do anything like crazy. Um, I remember my junior year, the first, I'll call it a house party for lack of a better term that I went to, was a guy that I had English classes with who I had a huge crush on at the time. He made a punch called, translated to death juice. Oh my gosh. And I don't remember exactly what was in it, but I was at his apartment and I remember I'd had like two or three cups of it and it was one of those that it just tasted so good and you couldn't taste the alcohol. And I remember, like, I was like, I need to ask him a question. I, like, looked into the kitchen and I see him, you know those, like, big-ass Tupperware tubs? Yeah. I saw him standing over this big-ass Tupperware tub with a (laughs) handle of vodka in one hand and a gallon of fruit punch in the other, just pouring it in. And then I saw that and I was like, you know what? I don't need any more of this. I need to go. And I was there with a couple other, we were all English majors, so it was... Bunch of nerds drinking and talking about literature. Hey, you
2: were um, you not hey, the band. Whenever they were, oh, I've party.
0: been I've been to band parties. Yeah, Dude, those yeah, are yeah, a different yeah. story.
2: Yeah, they they are worse than I went to one, and they were worse than a rugby party that I went to, and I was like, okay. And both of those, I'm sitting there going, I don't know
0: what to
2: do. Well, I could tell I you about ne- some rugby
1: parties. I oh. would never
0: go to an well. I don't have to anymore. But yeah, I saw him one bottle in each hand just pouring it over and i was like i'm done here see yeah. you
1: later yeah we would make hunch punch in the bathtub
0: Ugh.
1: <laughs> he but did, he back what not was that he was did that a that time or two was,
0: the one i went to a couple of band parties but the one like big one that i went to my boyfriend <laughs> my senior year was in marching band so i went to a couple with him and he had warned me that the guy who was hosting the party we went to was also in a fraternity and mm-hmm. i don't remember which one but he said, rumor is he's making his fraternity's punch recipe. And he said, Whatever you do, do not eat the fruit.
1: Yes. Whoa. I learned that from rugby parties. Never ever Guess ever what I did. Do you, you eat the, the fruit? fruit? Yep. You did what I did. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were they laced with drugs? No. no. There's, Soaked with Everclear. Uh, yes. Oh snap! That's how they made their sangria. It was Everclear and fruit and like a splash of something. Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Oh. It was
0: rough. And then we walked into the party and they were playing Thunderstruck by ACDC, which <laughs> that was the night I learned what thunder was. Oh. <laughs> um, I we walked in and we were each just handed cups of whatever this punch yeah. was, and then there were Jello shots, and that was the it, it was. It's not a thing I'd ever like to do again. No.
1: Yeah, we had a founders ball every year, um, which was like a huge week. We had founders week, and there was like the ghost walk through uh, Salem. It was really cool, but it always ended with the founders ball. We would get dressed. It's an excuse to get dressed up. Duh. Yeah. And we would do big stuff for that. Like we would always go out to eat afterwards. But like we would like to make Jello shots. And yep. Do all that kind of stuff. It'd be a rugby party. So I remember there was one we went to, and Jay, who was one of our main coaches, it was at his house he made that mix and they're like don't eat the fruit but no eat the fruit and at one point one I forget what the player's name was but he ended up trading clothes with some one of the girls there and so he came out wearing a mini skirt that barely covered anything and heels (laughs) and I was like good for you sir and I've got this really funny picture of him with uh one of my best friends Britt Uh, it's comical yeah it was (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are those pictures that are somewhere locked away with my college so
2: (laughs) for a rugby party I distinctly remember going and now looking back it was because the girl who took me there again she was the local like she lived five miles away so she knew where she was going I was just in the car um to a rugby party and it was again 30 minutes in the middle of nowhere in a field they had a huge bonfire and I just remember The only thing not because I was drunk from but it was just that branded memory was this dude because they would use pallets, a pallet was sticking out of the fire. And this dude thought it would be a good idea to, you know, sit on the edge of the fire. Not in the fire, but literally like the fire was behind him. So if he fell backwards, he He was gonna get burned. And I just distinctly remember going, That's not a good moment. Yeah, I hope you're not not a good moment. And just so yeah. That would... After that, I, I decided not to go to any more rugby parties because I was sitting there going, I'm the only one still cold sober. And yet if I tried to stop this, nobody's going to listen yeah. to me. Yeah. Nothing's
1: probably going to happen so, at this point. I went so. to
0: two, quote unquote, actual band parties. And I
1: I went that, to one. And that that was, was plenty. Enough
2: of it. Everybody was making out. And I was just sitting there going, okay.
0: I always, one of my really good friends was Greek. And she always told me what their social themes were. Mm-hmm. And those were some of the like best things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. oh I remember.
2: Are you talking like actually like fraternity and sorority? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I remember being on the hall freshman year for one of my best friends. And we've still continue to be best friends to this day, which I think says a lot. <laughs> but so I took, it was a combination. Why this was a combo, I don't know. Flat iron and crimper. Oh. Crimper. You (laughs) changed the plates. And then you plugged it in and it heated and you could do. So she had a, I don't remember what the theme was, if it was TV or TV shows or some version. But so she and the other girls were the, Powerpuff Girls. Oh. I think she was Bubbles because she was the only blonde. And so I was crimping her hair before she went out to the social. Oh my <laughs> and I still gosh. have that photo somewhere in here.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh. I can probably still find the photo.
3: Oh.
0: Uh, well, the girl who ended up being my roommate junior and senior year, she had a brief stint in a sorority, and I went to a formal with her, and it was
3: That's a story. Interesting?
0: Yeah, that yeah. um I mm. I
2: didn't I tried to go through a rush or I guess I technically rushed, but I didn't join a sorority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, I'm very thankful because I think I would have been trying to fit in with a stereotype yeah. rather than mm-hmm. it being who I was. But just the
1: stories. Yeah. Oh god,
2: the stories. Uh, I went to
1: some formals and they were they're,
0: they're interesting. They're yes.
1: very, very interesting. I remember that in a Hawaiian themed social we had one night. Oh.
0: I had the best of both worlds because I had, like, my token Greek friend. uh And I was her token Uh non-Greek friend. (laughs) So anytime she needed to, like, bitch and complain about something that she couldn't, for whatever reason, talk to her sisters about, she told me. Uh So I got all the Greek gossip Uh without actually being a part of it. And it was great. Yes, the best of both worlds. I knew which ones were in trouble for drugs. I knew Uh which ones were on probation. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was great.
1: Yeah, I remember when one of our fraternities got busted. It was my junior year and a couple of the guys were pre-med and were already have been accepted to med school. So it was like a semester. So I guess it would have been fall semester. So it was a semester before they graduated and, you know, you're not supposed to keep your exams. Somehow they had gotten a hold of the old exams and they kept them on file. You know, some professors will ever Yeah, yeah. And, but then they will they'll alternate the other yeah. year. So like you yeah. couldn't just be like, hey, Kate, can I have your test from last year? Because it's not it, going to be the same thing. But, but if you do a couple away, of them. Yeah, and yep. they were actually shopping around the test, and they found <gasps> oh. out. Yeah, oh yeah, that fraternity got into a lot of trouble. Oh, I yeah. bet. Yeah, that's
2: sadly normal for each Yeah, <laughs> one fraternity getting, or well, sorry's getting in trouble. For and
1: myself. I think it's for like it, I remember. I think it's common for most fraternities or sororities. It's just one of those like it was they were the one who had gotten caught in a long time. So it mm-hmm. Their well,
3: you
0: know, no time was coming. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Let's go for an orange one. Okay.
2: We just dump them on the tables. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one's in
0: there now. Your school's best traditions. Oh, like but, actual sanctions
2: or just kind of unofficial ones? A little bit of both. Well, okay. like
1: we had well, Founders Week was always big, yeah. and like I said that they did sorority fraternity stuff during that time. But like I said there was like every day there was something that did. And then the very last thing at the end on that Saturday was they had a huge formal ball. Yeah, a lot of funny. got dressed yeah. up and everything. Um. When you were a junior, during parents, yes, during parents' weekend, when you are a junior, if you ordered a a ring, a class ring, there was a big ceremony, and mm-hmm. I still have all my stuff. They gave you; it came in this box that had the like this really nice big square wooden box with the um, seal um, mm-hmm. yep. engraved in it. So that was one of the big things. Um, and then during alumni weekend, like when you come back, they have all different kinds of. So, if I know senior year, like, they have the big senior week leading up to graduation, and the senior wine and cheese is a really big thing that they have. And, like, your parents send in your pictures of you when you're little and stuff oh, like that. And, yeah, they're yeah, so they have a wine and cheese, and that night, because Roanoke has their own wine. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course <laughs> right. uh, and then that night, um, after, so the wine and cheese is during the day, then you, say, wait until a dinner that night where, again, there's more wine, mm-hmm. and that's where the pictures are that your parents have turned in, like, you as a little kid, things like that. Um, Did you ever
0: go to Fork and Cork in Blacksburg? What's mm-hmm.
1: Fork and Cork? It's a food yeah. and
0: wine festival in yeah. Blacksburg. Yeah. So most people went senior year, and that's when I went, mm-hmm. and it was...
1: That's pretty cool. A I'm,
0: wine and food festival in a college town is exactly what you would think.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and relay for life was really big while I was there. Same, yes, it was all, marathon
0: was
2: bigger. Yeah, and it was
1: always on the quad, so you know people would like, you know, your friends. Like I remember when Survivor was really big, so our junior year, we decided to do um, a Survivor themed. Thing, yeah, as, oh, a, yeah, awesome. as our um, like we bought got those buffs and all. Yeah. I was
0: about to ask if it was Survivor the Show" or the Destiny's Child song.
1: <laughs> no, no. I mean, they <laughs> you both know are. both would have been uh, yeah. would have been pretty accurate. But yeah, and then the um, just a tradition that our friends had is the every year when it snowed, we would do the we would get that big piece of plastic and because someone would take it home every year and they would also get trays from the cafeteria and sledding. To go sledding. That's what
0: you gotta do? Yeah. Yep, we had. Um, ring dance mm-hmm. Which you do as a junior When you get your class ring mm-hmm. And there's a ceremony and the core cadets Do some presentation with their sabers And dress uniforms and all of that And then there's like a formal dance And it's basically like prom for college I went to ring dance. It was a shit show. <laughs> it was just, like, not a great weekend. Yeah. Um, that's a story for
1: off air. And do you get your rings at the ring dance, or do you get them before the ring dance? Before, band? and um. then
0: they're, like, tied on your wrist with a ribbon, and your date's supposed to, like, untie it and put it on. I don't know. It's some weird thing. <laughs> I didn't get a class ring, so I don't know mm-hmm. what all that was about. Yeah. I just went because I wanted to go to a formal. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was a shit show. We also had the uh cadet civilian snowball fight the first snow of the year mm-hmm. where everyone gathered on the drill field and it was the cadets and non-cadets throwing snowballs at each other That's awesome. um i never participated i always witnessed mm-hmm. um that some some of the cadets took it way too seriously <laughs> mm-hmm. um what else did we have i'm um, a lot of things that i'm forgetting i'm sure but those are the two that stand out the to big me things. um you were saying something about Roanoke that made me think of something at Tech.
1: Oh, no, we do have, oh, I know too. So, in front of the uh, admin building, there is the Roanoke College seal. Um, and there is the big thing that you don't step on the seal before you, uh, before you graduate, cause you probably won't graduate. Okay. That's what you say. You can't walk under the arch, which fun fact,
2: I actually on a tour, not for me, walked through it. Cause I was like, I'm never coming here as for my older brother mm-hmm. or older sister. And I walked through it and then that, where did I end up? Of yeah. course. But then yeah. I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't walk through. So I had to wait yeah. until. Graduation, because otherwise you wouldn't graduate. Yes, yeah,
1: so we have that. So the, everyone, when they're a senior, like once you know you're graduating, everything you go and like take pictures of you standing yep. on and stuff. Yep. And then also in between the admin and then the chapel, oh, one of the like the older chapels. There is um, this post and you kick it. So you're yeah. supposed to, every time you walk by it, you're supposed to like, right as you pass, like kick behind yourself and kick the post for good Ooh. luck. So there mm-hmm. is
3: that. I
0: remember what I was going to say uh, about Relay for Life. We mm-hmm. had a big Relay for Life that I went to a couple of times, but we had the big event, uh-huh. which was an all day community service thing. Mm-hmm. And you could sign up as teams or as an individual and you get put on a team. Yeah, But you just did like community service projects around Blacksburg. And that was like a big thing. Because uh, VT's motto is that I may serve. Mm-hmm. So that was yes. a big part of all of that. And then big event, relay. I had something else I was thinking of. Oh, pictures with the hokey bird. Everyone mm-hmm. wants that. And then a lot of people, there's like a hokey stone mm-hmm. on the tunnel going into the stadium, the football stadium. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to like jump and touch the hokey stone and Whenever it's supposed to be through. good luck or whatever. Um, and then the run for 32. So every year around April 16th, they do, it's basically a 5K, but they do 3.2 for 32. Uh And it's a run in remembrance of the 32 that were lost on April 16th. Oh, that's cool. Um, So I did that two of the years I was there, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, And it's not a competitive thing. Of course, some people do make it competitive, but it's really more about just remembering those 32 people. Mm -hmm. And they do like a moment of silence and a remembrance for it, and they release like 32 white balloons Mm -hmm. into the air I think and then everyone's given like a maroon or orange balloon and you release those and then you start running and it's just a a run around campus and it's just it's one of the one of my favorite things I did at tech it's just a really nice thing especially in April when the weather's nice Mm -hmm. and did you have any
2: the big thing was the not art. walking under the arch until you graduated. Um, past that, there were a lot of little traditions. And, mm-hmm. like, there was Dance Marathon, which it was 24 hours for the children's hospital. So, you would there were different activities and different crazy things. And one of my favorite ones, and it, I, I finally got this photo my senior year, was there was a guy who would come to the football games every year and it was started by his father, and then when his father passed, he took it over, and I believe he passed within the last couple of years, and so then his son took it over, but they would always paint a bulldog on their head, mm-hmm. and every single football game, they would show him, because it was this family tradition. Oh, that's, cool. that's cool. Yeah, and that was, ultimately, I was, I personally was so happy that I finally got that mm-hmm. photo with him, and he always puts his head down, because the bulldog is always, like, you look at, it's not the bulldog, it's facing backwards like if he bent his head to he actually would see the cool. like dog that's really cool yeah so that was personally that was a very big uh, thing tradition for me that I really appreciated but you like yeah but I mean there were lots of little different things so I think that's ultimately mm-hmm. with such a big university it's harder to have those smaller yeah. dances and things like that yeah to do that
0: um, you mentioned friend traditions. My friend group had a tradition that at the end of every semester, mm-hmm. we dressed up real fancy and went to dinner at Texas Roadhouse. Oh, oh okay. we
3: mm-hmm.
0: kind of the first time we did it, we did it as a joke, mm-hmm. kind of like tongue in cheek, like, let's just be those people. Yeah. And then we were like, this is kind of fun. So we did it. That's as fun though. At the end of the semesters, mm-hmm. it was, yeah. As was friends,
2: great. we would do Friday night dinners together. Yeah, we would either cook or go out mm-hmm. somewhere. So that was, I think you can also make your own tradition. Mm-hmm. And that's just as fun. Yeah. We did ours
0: on reading day. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah. I forgot about reading day. It's it's supposed like, to be yeah. when you
1: study? Yeah. Mm. No. <laughs> no, it never is. No. Never is.
0: Ooh,
2: your favorite Slash hangover food. Still to this day, it's got to be a hamburger. Hamburger yep. and fries. I mean, I love anything potato. Mash it, put it in a fry form, I'll bake it, that's fine. But that first bite, you're like, oh, no, I can't do it. And then as you slowly yep. chip your way it's through, the it's
0: the yeah.
1: grease that helps you
0: out. Mm-hmm. Mine was Jimmy John's yeah. or DP
1: dough. We would do, like, IHOP and Denny's. So I'd say anything that was, like, breakfasty, like mm-hmm. omelets. And hash browns and things so, like that, like that's the super used to that, Yeah, right? still yeah. today. Yeah, the I so. Yeah, exactly.
0: We had a dining hall on campus that had one of their stations was like yeah. sports bar type, uh-huh. and their chicken tenders were just incredible.
1: Mm. So that was another
0: really good one.
1: Oh, house. Mm. Yeah, their chicken tenders. Okay. Uh, best advice for freshmen get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not I mean you obviously you need to study because of need yeah. to do especially if you have scholarships it's kind of smart to keep those mm-hmm. but get out of your comfort zone because mm-hmm. nothing good just comes from just staying in your room in a bubble all the no. time so just like once a week do something that's completely like out there like go for a hike join a club because you're gonna find like something that you didn't realize you really really like to do
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Push
1: push the boundaries your own personal,
2: and not be crazy, but try something more than once rather than like hey you want to take a salsa class don't just go to one salsa class go two or three times mm-hmm. and just really push yourself that way and not like you have to do it consecutively, but because you are trying to explore who you are, so that's the way that you really find you might find an unexpected passion, but you might also say yeah this is really not what I was told I dislike, but it's just something I don't really like, Mm -hmm. so.
0: Um, Use college as a time to figure out kind of, sort of, what you want to do with your life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, at one point, thought I wanted to go into publishing, and then I was editor-in-chief for one of the publications, and it was a nightmare, and I learned very quickly that maybe publishing Mm -hmm. isn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, You can learn just as much about what you don't like Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. what What you you do. do like.
1: Yeah, don't uh, fear changing majors because you can go in thinking you want to be a lawyer or whatever, but you might realize, you know, just not for me. So take those weird classes that interest you because, Mm -hmm. trust me, I know people who changed majors four times before they found the one that stuck. So, you
2: know. I I solidly changed three, if not four times,
0: Yeah, and I'm
1: glad I did. Yeah.
0: I knew so many people who went in, like, freshman year as engineers and mm-hmm. changed majors after their first semester or first year.
1: Yeah, because you think you know, but it's hard to, in high school, it's hard to know, like, mm-hmm. until you're in the setting of what actually makes sense for yeah. you. Yeah.
0: And, like, high school calc is so different than, like, college mm-hmm. calc or whatever, whatever you do in engineering.
2: Mm-hmm. 100%. And mm-hmm. have, like, have fun, but also take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, if occasionally, I mean, for me, I personally could never, even in college or in high school, I think I only skipped one assembly, but I think I only missed once. Occasionally missing it is fine, but don't just get into a pattern of skipping just to have fun. Like, if you gotta skip to do something, okay, but always still take it seriously because mm-hmm. you're ultimately there to
1: learn.
0: Yeah. If you get to a point where you feel like you have to skip a class to do work for another class, it's not
1: worth I'd it. I'd reevaluate. Yeah. Exactly exactly
2: it's
0: a balance oh yeah Mm. tony life favorite off-campus spots Mm.
1: the milton mountain star because it's just something quintessentially Mm -hmm. roanoke and you can there's a zoo there but if you go at night during the day it's not lit up if you get there at night it's actually lit up so Mm -hmm. if you go and drive up to it or you can hike up to it if it's light out you can see all of the town, so in mm-hmm. Mill Mountain Coffee House, I spent a lot of time studying there or just hanging out it's really it was a lot of fun, and we went ice skating at the ice station a lot,
3: nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you ever do the dragon's tooth hike to and then go to Home Place? Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. Home Place is so good. So, Home Place, for
0: those (sighs) of you who have never been to Southwest Virginia, it is a family style restaurant Mm -hmm. where literally you just get bowls of food and you stuff your face. Mm -hmm. And And it's endless. It's
3: endless. Country
0: cooking, like fried chicken, chicken fried steak, Mm -hmm. mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, green beans, whatever. And the thing was, there was a hike. Relatively close by. That mm-hmm. was not exactly an easy hike, but also not like a hard hike. Mm-hmm. But it w- it was challenging enough that you mm-hmm. felt like you like worked up an appetite afterwards. So the tradition was hike Dragon's Tooth or right. Dragon's yeah. Tail or whatever it was called, and then go to home place.
1: Yes. Home place is so good. When we take that brewery tour, eventually we should take everyone to home place. place
0: yes, we absolutely. I'm should. assuming
1: it's still in business. I can't imagine it Definitely. wouldn't be in business. It was so um
0: good. And then off-campus spots, there was a coffee shop called Bolo's that was really good, that also had really good coffee, and then Cabo Fish Taco. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever went there, mm-hmm. but it was like a Mexican seafood type place, Ooh. and I know I don't like seafood, but they had really good tacos. Mm-hmm. For me, I just love food,
2: but I wouldn't, Jittery Joe's, like, or a coffee shop, other than actually, for me, I had to study at home just Mm -hmm. because otherwise I would get distracted. Mm -hmm. And, oh, what's this person doing? Oh, what's this person doing? But it couldn't be too quiet either. Like, I tried studying a couple of times at the library, and I was just like, I can't take this. Um, Oh, I hated going to the library. The library was not a fun place to go study. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to, because the law library, I heard, was actually a really good place to study because there were enough people, Mm -hmm. but it was also private enough. But you had to get in. Mm-hmm. And you had to sneak in. So that was... I never was brave enough to do that. Um, did they, like, take your... They I think... Or? Well, for most of the buildings, you could just walk in. But I think for that, they got to the point where you had to swipe, swipe or scan in. And the UGA had a system where it actually recognized your
3: handprint. Uh-huh. So I don't know if it...
2: I never tried. No, I, I would have to put my... Handprint in to scan into the dining hall like either your card and your id or your card and your handprint or your handprint and your id like pin number so mm-hmm. yeah it was ahead of the time creepily <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so i i was never brave enough to actually try and sneak it into yeah. the library but yeah me personally it was jittery joe's or home yeah but I hated being in the library. I couldn't do it. it I tried. Yeah. Either in the table or in the little cubby holes that were individually. I I couldn't do either.
1: If I went, I would have to either go with friends where we would study together because we were the same classes or I would have to like listen to music on, yeah. my, like, on my iPod because otherwise, mm-hmm. no. Nah, it was just it was, you know, all of the above were never good for me. Mm-hmm. So. No. All
0: right. We got three more left. Yay. Okay. Let's see. Campus
1: food, the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, okay, it's so bad. So I went to a Lutheran school, Roanoke is Lutheran, and you know, a lot of different religions have on Friday you only eat fish. Yep. And we used to crack up laughing because they would have lemon pepper scrod, this breaded scrod on Friday. And it was really good Wait, of what? Scrod. scrod is a what is that? Of, it's a, a white fish. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, we it's would... It's like catfish. Right? Yeah. So we would ha- say have a scroddy day. Um, it's
3: weird. <laughs> so, but it was
1: oddly good. Um, I didn't know Roanoke was Lutheran. Yes. Rona yep, it's Lutheran. I did not know that. Yep. Um... They also, everyone, like so twice a year, so they would always have one at uh, near the holidays in December and one before the end of spring semester where they had this big fancy dinner. So generally you have to be on a meal plan to come eat. and You can still pay, but like the those two dinners, they would allow outs like if you were in the community, you could do it too. But they had um, crab legs and shrimp. I mean, it was like a big fancy dinner. Like they had carving stations and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. Um, now I would eat cereal a lot. And, like, on Sundays, they would have random, like, everyone would want novelty day. Like, the ice cream novelty. And people would go and take a bunch back to their dorms. They'd just put in their, like, little mini fridges and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, they had these things we'd have to call hamster balls. <laughs> they were, like, chicken cord blue balls. It looked like hamsters. And we're like, no. Interesting. Yeah, like, just not. But I love the omelet station. Yeah. We had really good breakfast food that was there. Yeah. And so, I didn't always eat breakfast. But when I did, it was... And I liked our – we had, like, a little cafe downstairs. So you could either go to the main dining hall or you could go to the cafe downstairs. And that was more, like, stuff to go, like, get sandwiches. So a lot of times when I would be driving home on a Friday, like, because we were about to hit, like, fall break or something, I would go um and get lunch there to have on the road Yeah. whenever I would. But, yeah, no, the, those special nights. And, like, every once in a while – they would do stuff like plate art night, where they would have um, their kitchen staff would come and try out different pastries yeah. like, and do plate art. I think. Oh, awesome. so that was actually kind of a cool little thing that they would do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, no, our food was oddly really, really, really good, but there were just some things like the hamster balls and stuff. It's like <laughs> that's kind of weirdly fun though. Yeah, no, yeah, we, we yeah we called them hamster balls. <laughs> um, we and this is so bad. So you know they had these little pads of butter. So, my friends and I, like, we've been friends since freshman year because we all started off pre-med together. Um, We, our friend Mike, who is now a dentist... Uh, he lived on campus. We dared him to eat an entire Klondike bar in one bite. Uh, yes, yeah, so we had these pictures of him with, like, a brain freeze because he shoved the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah. like oh And, like, you know those little pads of butter? Like, we would unwrap them. And for whatever reason, I don't know why it possessed them. We're like, I wonder if they'll stick to the ceiling. So my friend Pam <laughs> threw one on it and it stuck. And it stayed there. We're like, I wonder how long it'll be. And it was, like, months. And the oils would, like, permeate out onto the, the oh, ceiling hall. No. Yeah. Good. But the thing is, is that it was always at lunch. You had, it at, had to hit it at just the right time because it was so packed in there. Yeah. Like it could be hard to find a table. So, but yeah, no, Scrub Day was hilarious. But I loved, yeah, we always loved the big holiday meals that they did. Mm-hmm. It was really cool.
0: So, VT and James Madison University very often swapped number one and number two for best campus food in the country.
1: Mm. You have a hotel on campus, right? Is there still that hotel? The, a nice restaurant on campus?
0: The inn. Yeah, it's kind of sort of on campus. Okay. It's like if campus is here, it's like right, right.
1: Here. It's like kind it of on, on the butts line up to campus. Yeah.
0: Um. We had so when you're there for orientation over the summer, you always eat at I think it was called Dietrich Hall, and there was a mm. dining hall in there that was. It was one of the things that, like, when you eat there for orientation, you're like, it's great. And then when you get to campus and eat everywhere else, you realize that D2 is shit. Yeah. Um, but it's, your traditional. Like, they have all the different stations, you know, people behind yeah. there, like, serving you, like, cafeteria style. We had West End, which was, like, the nice one. It was, like, the expensive one on the meal plan. Mm-hmm. And they had chicken parm that was who die
1: for? And could you eat any of them? Like, could you eat any of the dining halls? Yeah. Mm, I'd be eating chicken parm every night.
0: I, (laughs) once a week when I lived on campus, I did. Um, my saving grace was that it was on the opposite side of campus from the dorms I lived in. So I'd have to walk a little bit to earn my chicken parm. (laughs) And then we had an Pain or Aubampagne, whatever it's called
3: Uh
0: in the student center. And this is, what stemmed my mac and cheese talk earlier was AVP <laughs> mac and cheese. Yeah. It was creamy and cheesy and warm and delicious. And on those like first couple of weeks of spring semester when it's still like cold in January, that mac and cheese it, like, hit the spot. Mm-hmm. And then my senior year, they opened. Uh, I feel like a bad alumni because I don't remember what it was called, but it was a new dining hall, like super state of the art. And it had, like, a Bruger's bagels. It had a hibachi oh, grill. I love burger's
1: bagels. I've had this in forever. It had, like,
0: pizza and pasta. Um, it had a codoba in it mm-hmm. and a few other things. So senior year, we ate at that a lot. And I used to get Brugger's bagels almost every week.
1: I had burger's bagels from Southern and
3: college. Because they
0: had a really good, like, turkey sausage breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. that I would get. And then they had really good fettuccine alfredo and codoba queso.
1: Mm. This all sounds makes you hungry.
0: Yeah, this is why I made queso for dinner last night. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, there's never a wrong time for queso. No,
0: never. No, EGA
2: had really good food. Um, in that there on campus were four dining halls. There was Bolton, there was Snelling, there was East Campus, and there was Oglethorpe House. So each of them had kind of your basic stations and all sorts. But then the Ogle. O house was mostly like your more southern comfort food. Bolton closed at like typically three or four, so it was mostly sandwiches and the breakfast and lunch crowd. And then mm-hmm. Snelling and East Campus, because that was where the athletes were, even though they weren't athletic dorms. Yeah, um, they were the ones that were open later, mm-hmm. if not twenty four hours in some. Instances, but I mean, it was always good food. I always walked away happy. Even they would even occasionally once a year do um, recipe contests, so you oh, could nice. submit a family recipe or whatever, oh. and then they put it in a cookbook and then they would serve it that day. So okay. cool. yeah, they really did a lot to kind of make it that uh, it was a whole that's way cool. From home, that's so.
1: cool. No, I mean, that's one thing I wish. Like, do y'all have? Uh, did y'all have, like, a Chick-fil-A and stuff yep. like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is, I wish. Now, they might now. I don't know they did, but that's something that Roanoke, I mean, probably because it was a small liberal yeah. arts school. We didn't have that. Just our cafe that was downstairs. I remember they had a naming test. I forget what they, I think they named it The Cave. But that's one thing I wish we did have. is. But I think now the Roanoke IDs, they can use them at some of the restaurants in yeah. town. Mm-hmm. Like, they they somehow have a thing going up for that. But that was one of the things I wish we did to make it a little bit more convenient. I remember visiting my friends. At Tennessee Tech and UTK and stuff like that, where they had all of those. I was like, well, this is convenient, but yeah. we just didn't have – because we didn't have any 24-hour things. So, basically, mm-hmm. if you didn't hit them during the hours, yeah. you're just kind of SOL. <laughs> yeah, we
0: had a Chick-fil-A and a Dunkin' Donuts
1: Ooh.
0: on campus that were, like, part of the meal plan. And then the Cadova senior year. Good.
2: On campus, there was an unofficial hotel-slash-convention mm-hmm. center, so there were two restaurants in there, but they – not, like, all day. And then there was the student center where there are a couple of different kedobas and that type of mm-hmm. and then downtown. So it was at the student center. I don't – I can't – you could load your ID with money mm-hmm. and then swipe it, and it, they would take the balance off your yeah. card and mm-hmm. then so, some of the restaurants and then more of the restaurants downtown. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't everything in town that would allow that. Gotcha. So the, If you didn't want dining hall food, you could definitely find fast food or you could even – I usually packed my lunch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We could find Once stuff off campus. It was really good. Yeah. yeah we just, now looks like they've got the benefit of they yeah. can actually use their maroon card,
3: mm-hmm. which is
1: something they were trying to get towards my senior year. It's just, they didn't just didn't quite have the system up yet. Yeah. Um, good.
0: All right. Let's talk tailgating. Hey. Ooh, this is a thing we can talk about at length.
1: <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Yeah, collegiate and post-collegiate. Yep. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> Woo!
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. So, I really didn't tailgate a lot until my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, my very good friend, best friend at the time, her parents came down to a few games throughout the year. Because uh, they lived outside of D.C., mm-hmm. so it was an easy trip for them to come. Um, and I would tailgate with them. Uh, she taught me how to play flip cup. Yes. <laughs> I, for a time, was actually better at flip cup than beer pong. And now
3: we've mastered beer pong. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so my parents went to UNC, mm-hmm. another ACC school. So when I was at Tech, Carolina and Tech usually played each other around my dad's birthday, which is in October. My senior year, they played at Tech on my dad's birthday. Oh. So they plan to come down and do a weekend in Blacksburg for my dad's birthday. So I said, oh, cool. I'll have like a little tailgate for us. Mm-hmm. So I got some like Jimmy John sandwiches and I made brownies and Shear Wine Punch and had like a little tailgate in the back of my SUV and had a few friends come by and a few spots down from us, there is a group of guys who I would assume were either Seniors, 5th years, grad students, or, like, recent alumni, Mm -hmm. and they were passing around a handle of Evan Williams, just taking swigs from it. (laughs) And we had kind of noticed them, and we're kind of, like, looking at them, kind of laughing a little bit. Well, at one point that morning, one of them kind of sauntered over to us, holding the handle of Evan Williams, and said... Y'all look like some fine upstanding citizens. Would (laughs) y'all like to partake in our pregame ritual? And held out the handle and my parents looked at each other and then looked at me and they're like, she'll do it. (laughs) So I was like, sure. Okay. So I took this handle of Evan, poured myself what I thought was about a shot in Uh. a solo cup. I overestimated, Uh poured myself what was probably closer to a double, (laughs) didn't realize it, treated it like a single Shot it and then overestimated and shot Evan Williams out my nose oh. Oh. <laughs> in front of my parents. Oh. And I can count on one hand the number of times I've had Evan Williams since then. Yeah. <laughs> it cleared out my sinuses.
3: Yeah, well, as right. it does.
1: Silver lining. It's silver lining.
0: My best friend at the time was going through a fireball phase. Ooh. So she had like a flask of fireball with her and made me do fireball shots. And I was like, no, no. that's not a thing. No, please no.
3: Yeah,
1: no. I and mean, I don't mind it, it's just, not really I don't like it straight. No. That's the thing, like, Roanoke, they didn't have tons of tailgating. It was more like you would congregate at a house and then kind of walk over to whatever mm-hmm. the event was. Because um, the thing is, it wasn't a dry campus, so as long as you were 21, you could technically, in your, like, you could have beer and stuff in your Thing, but you had to be 21, obviously, to do that. The thing is, I would come home. I went to the UTK football games yep. with friends, and so we did tailgating there. So it was, like, a big thing. And I guess it's, like, a I don't know if it's a Southern thing, if it's an SEC thing, because, I mean, we noticed it because we're part of the big shoe crew for UTC football. <laughs> Tailgates are, like, big, big thing. And, like, the grocery stores do tailgaters of the week. So it's, like, you try to one-up everyone. Uh-huh. So you have grills and... I uga mean, is of the game yeah There's too many so it's of the game yeah well no of the weeks like you know oh, yeah. what, so if you're so utk has one every week so yeah. you're the ones that yeah, yeah. whoever so each one has one and so that was a big thing so my big for like foray into tailgating was either coming to utk coming to those football matches some at uh, virginia tech and then my brother, older brother was in a fraternity a lot of them played lacrosse and so we went to um, parents weekend it was generally whenever lacrosse was going on so they would have a huge tailgate then so like the parents would get together and do stuff near um, where they, the lacrosse field was and did that but and then now it's we have a huge thing, you know, Every for our every soccer game at home.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, and
1: depending on who we're playing, we might have something the night before. So, you know, <laughs> Detroit. obviously. <laughs> Detroit, exactly. So, you might have a pub call the night before. But, yeah, game day, it's always something centered around either a theme of food or cooking it. There's always grills. So it, it has evolved from, like, hot dogs and hamburgers and wings to, I've seen everything. Sprints. I've seen spreads. Like, the Atlanta United matches, they are making... Um, uh what was it? They were making it was like a taco bar and an empanada like homemade empanadas and then, you know, but you always have beer pong and you have Flip mm-hmm. Cup and all of those things, and that—that's never going to go away. Then, obviously, at ours here now—it's like the ceremonial passing of the Tullamore Dew bottle. That—that's mm-hmm. that's been the same way for like seven years. It's Tullamore Dew shots, or what the the CFC tradition is. Yep, or Jello shots, <laughs> or Jello shots. Yeah, conference calls. I like to call them conference calls. Yeah, I, think, I don't think it could be a tail, a proper tailgate without. Jello shots and some sort of grilled meat. Yeah, <laughs> like that's you know that those are your two staples. Technically,
2: if you're just of age, it's whatever alcohol of your yeah. choice and whatever
1: food will be in your belly. Yeah, yep. some, some cheap Boil beer. Boil it down. Some cheap beer. <laughs> some natterday. Beer. Yeah, Natterday. Hey, don't be judging that natterday. No, I mean, I've heard stories about UGA.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, in the four years that I went to football games, I'm pretty sure I didn't see a a same tailgate in any way, shape, or form. So it was always... Dependent. I mean, people were going to be out there early no matter what, but it was always dependent upon what time the game was Mm -hmm. so that if it was a noon game, if you went out there at 7 o'clock in the morning, like, it's packed already. You could literally throw a football and hit three different tailgates. (laughs) Um, So inevitably, it's pop-up easy tents of some kind, and whether it's a couple people stringing together or individual, and for students, it got... we luckily always would park on East Campus because then the way that the, they would block off the traffic, you, it was a relatively easy to get back to your apartment. But yeah, the tailgates, I mean, I saw everything from just people plopping out sandwiches to like the ridiculous, where's your RV? And then you have your tent on the side and then you have your grill and mm-hmm. this rack of ribs, like
3: mm-hmm. anything
2: and everything in between. And it was just... You'd walk, you could literally, if you took your time, walk from one end of the campus to another and make, either make new friends or you're going to see somebody you know. Yep. So it's the biggest party. I mean, it's the, the, there's a reason why the Georgia Florida game is called the world's largest outdoor cocktail party.
0: I believe that. that.
2: It's in, that is its own insane tailgate experience. And it's funny because I went every year because it was always over our fall break And the first year, you're nervous because you're like, oh, I don't know. And (laughs) what if they're going to be mean? And then by the end of it, you see, and granted, there are the bad fans who are going to scream at you no matter what. You're the opposing team. Mm -hmm. But then there are the other ones. You're a Georgia fan.
0: Come drink or come eat with us. We love you. Yeah.
2: It's just, it's what you make the experience Mm -hmm. to be. Was
0: the Georgia, Florida one they always did, like, at a beach somewhere? It's
2: always in Jacksonville, Florida. So it used, I think they are actually probably going to slowly make their way so that it's back alternating because it would alternate a home mm-hmm. game or in a way every other year so it used to be that unfortunately the fans would get too crazy and they would destroy the opposing team's hometown uh-huh. win or lose mm-hmm. so then they went to a neutral site mm-hmm. which it's in one of the team's states so I don't re- really nice. feel like that's neutral. neutral It's like if you want a neutral you should pick a completely different state exactly pick um, South Carolina right yes yeah. something like, close pick, but nothing. pick something we can both hate um, so it was, I think the reason it was picked was because it was relatively equidistant for both teams gotcha. to get there. So it was, seemed so like it was neutral at that Um, and other than that, other than being in the state, it was its own thing. But yeah, so it was always in Jacksonville, Florida. And I would always go. And whether you got a ticket to the game or not, because they would always do pop-up TVs outside and you could enjoy it. My first year, I actually didn't have a ticket. So a bunch of us, we just ended up seating... And I, I distinctly remember I had an allergic reaction to something. So I was on massive drugs. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know what I was bit by, but I was on massive drugs. So I slept away half the game because I was just doped up They're on antibiotics. Home. And I was like, uh-huh. hey guys, just at least spray me if I need sunscreen.
1: And I would fall asleep and wake up,
2: oh, we're winning. Okay. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> but yeah, it's that is it's still a fun experience. So mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I do remember dressing up for games, the one oh. I went to. The big thing was like to dress up, especially sororities.
2: Oh, no, U G A, you you almost you dressed ninety percent of it you were in dresses mm-hmm. or skirts. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine going to a football game In anything other than jeans and a t-shirt Oh no that's
2: yeah, the oh thing man is man every, is she, oh. Anything you wore you would have to clean the next day yeah. But you I, I had to plan my outfits So that I would not If I had to repeat vaguely an outfit Like a skirt or a bottom or whatever I had to plan strategically my outfits mm-hmm. So that I would not repeat too quickly Not that yeah. like people would call you out but in certain sections, yeah. especially if you were close to sororities, like yeah. they would show up, they would have sorority and fraternity buttons, like yeah. perfect hair. And I'm like, I'm sweating through this, but okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tech wasn't like that, but, like, I've been to UNC games, yeah. and they're very much like that. Yeah, I think the yeah.
1: farther south you go, the... Yeah.
0: yeah. Although,
1: I will say, like, at UT games, it's an equal mix. Like, you do yeah. have the ones that are dressed up, but then you've got the ones who are wanting to wear, like, the checkerboard, uh, yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. checkerboard yeah. overalls, and stuff like that. So, it's kind of a... Equal. Well, probably more on the dressy, but then they've got the, let's wear the checkerboard cheek. Yeah. Chic. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the
2: rest, I mean, the rest of the of the university or the alumni or even just people buying, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a, a solid mix of people wearing nice stuff mm-hmm. or wearing jeans and t-shirts yeah. or whatever. But yeah, yeah, student section for at least the first couple of years. It was. Solidly. It took me a minimum junior year, if not senior year, to finally break down yeah. and just one day wear a t-shirt because mm-hmm. I just didn't care anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah. So... Which is how Baylor McCauley was for a yep. while here too you got dressed up for that.
3: Mm. Yeah,
1: you got to start early getting dressed up for football oh, yeah. game tradition, which now I'm like, what? wear jeans and a t-shirt. Be comfy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to be there for hours.
0: Yeah. All right, round us out, Mary. All right, last one.
2: Best advice for seniors. That's... That actually is the apropos. Oh. That's so
0: perfect timing. I know. Um, Enjoy it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I would, I would also say take those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, my advice would not change much from freshmen to seniors other than don't rely on anybody else. Like, don't just go to the career center and trust them to do your work, do your own footwork, but also still take those mm-hmm. advantages of like, if you want to take that then summer after and just travel and go somewhere crazy, mm-hmm. do it, but also realize that. This is now your time to grow and shine and push your boundaries. You've taken these past couple of years to really feel out who you are. So you should feel comfortable in who you are now. And you're going to change in the future as well. Me, who I am now, is not who I was at 21. Not significantly different, but enough. Mm -hmm. But just take it as here is where I really feel now like I am, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And now I know really more who I am and I can stand on my own two feet and, but still take those chances and just continue to learn. The world can teach you so many things yeah, and it will continue to every day, good, bad, ugly, everything in between. Mm-hmm. So those lessons are meant to shape you
1: and just keep going. Yep. as yes, I don't Don't be afraid to fail. Mm -mm. And don't assume that just because you spent X amount of money on this degree that you're going to walk out and get offered this Mm -hmm. $70,000 a year job because that ain't going to happen. Don't be entitled. Yeah, don't be entitled. Uh, And, you know, if you're not, just like your your freshman year where you need to try new things, don't spend your entire senior year so pent up of, I'm about to start the rest of my life, so I've got to get all this Mm -hmm. done perfectly. Still, you're going to wish if you spent your entire time focused on I've got this many days left before I have to start the rest of my life, you're going to miss some really good fun times with your friends. Yep. So don't, you know, like obviously study, but take that chance and like on a Friday night, just blow it off and go do something with your friends yeah. because you're so used to having four years them there all the time. Trust me, your, your cell phone bills are going to be real high right after you graduate. So cherish the times you have with your friends you know take that spring break trip you never took with them yep. you know don't worry about having this perfect resume enjoy the time you have with them because you're not going to have them there all the time because once you graduate you keep in touch it's just harder cuz you don't you're going to miss being able to see someone 24/7 yeah
0: Uh, I was going to say, um, if you have the flexibility in your schedule, uh, get a job on campus. Yes. Just, I actually had two jobs my senior year. Um, one of them I did because it paid well and the other one I did because I enjoyed it. Um, even just volunteer, even just volunteering, um, give yourself something like that to like get you in the like mindset and start to get in the routine for like having a job every day. Um, and then, like, take it seriously, but don't take it that seriously. Like, as Shelly was, Shelly and Mary were both saying, like, do what you need to do to graduate and do well and make the most of your time, but also enjoy it.
2: I mean, I still have adults who are older than us currently who say, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow older. So, yeah, yeah. it's okay if you have to make multiple changes along your life path. That is fine. Just... Mm-hmm. Keep trying and if ultimately you've learned something in the process, that's okay too. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The thing is mm-hmm. I think too if you're if you're on the edge of do I want to go to grad school or not, take, take a year off. Take a year off because nothing's worse than mm-hmm. starting a masters program and getting into it. You think it's bad and you're fearful of not picking the right major when you're an undergrad. Nothing's worse than starting a master's program and being like, uh, because that's something you elected to do. That's something that you compounded yep. on top of yours. So if you're not a hundred percent committed and like, yes, I'm gonna do this, it's okay to take a year off because those schools will still be there. You can still apply. And a lot mm-hmm. of times grad school is like when you have life skills that you can bring to the table. Or, yep. you know, so take a year, take a gap year, go travel, learn something, get a job just to get your feet in the door. Because you might find out that you don't want to do a master's in what you were planning on. Just kind of like you might not like that degree that you were thinking about.
2: I took two years in between my undergrad Mm -hmm. and my grad. The first year is the gap year and then the next year to really apply. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I did because grad school, whether you're in a... English grad school, whether you're going to law school, med school, whatever, they're meant to kick your butt. They're oh, me- it kicked it my kicks butt. It your butt. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally there. You're in the middle of it going at some point, why on earth did I agree to this? And mm-hmm. there are those people like for one of my good friends, for my brother, they knew exactly what they were going to do. So for them, it was best to just go boom, 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 because they always knew for what I have seen, that's the exception. It's not the rule. No, nope. So it's okay if you need that. But it's also if you're an English major and then you go for a history master's, okay, make your own rules.
1: It's mm-hmm. fine. We live in a world where that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Anything is, you could get a master's and then get it in something else. That's yeah. true. Too. I know plenty of people who have multiple master's. George has multiple degrees and master's because sometimes you, it's okay to be a lifetime learner. I, I swear, I swear every know. time I
2: talk to him, he's got a new degree.
0: Yep. I'm the weirdo at the table who went to grad school straight from undergrad. Yeah. And the, but again, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah.
1: And, like, for There's me, yeah,
0: for me, my program was only a year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, it's basically just yep. oh, a few years. Oh, I didn't year. know that. Yep.
1: I thought yours was a two-year program. No, nope.
0: it oh, was cool. one year. So I was like, you know what? It One year, just tack it on and go for it. Yeah,
1: that's like doing a 3-2 program in engineering. Yep. I mean, not really that bad.
0: Um, and there, my class was... About half and half of people who came straight from undergrad Mm -hmm. and half who had worked before coming back to school. Mm -hmm. And we had a wide range of people who had worked from like one to three years Mm -hmm. to people who had worked for 20 plus years Mm -hmm. and were coming back to school. And the breadth of experience and wisdom that everyone had was one of the best parts of the program. Mm -hmm.
2: You can learn from other people, whether they are younger than you or 10 years older than Mm -hmm. you. So it's okay if you have to take that chance. But just ultimately make sure it's what you want rather than just what society, your parents, or somebody else says.
0: Amen. All right. I think we're going to wrap up there. We made it through all the jar questions. I'm so proud. yeah, We are
1: very good.
0: Yes, we did that soup so much more efficiently than the boys did.
1: Hey. Well, you know, the boys, the more they drank, the more they rambled. I love them dearly. I love you, fellas. <laughs> we well, know you're yeah. going to listen and judge and want your own version. Yeah, and their hot takes. They all have very similar but very different personalities, so they're S- hot takes. Plus, uh, they had a subpoena gallery egging them on. That's yeah, so true. That's we true. did not help Pouring back. them shots. Well, if they
2: were in the background right now,
1: I don't know that we would have gotten as Well, quickly. that's true. And then they also had Zach uh, handing them random shots of liquor. Yes. <laughs> so, so great. <laughs> yeah, and we took a, a break for ice cream then too. We did. Which was so, delicious. That it was very, very delicious. true. Again, I'm sorry, Chick-fil-A, you should have gotten the order out. Right. We could have tried that delicious <laughs> mac and cheese. We'll just have to have a girl's day to Chick-fil-A later. Gone. <sighs> Try some mac and cheese. Uh, we'll make it happen. Yeah. We should just have a mac and cheese bake off one day. Yes. It's I could good. do
0: that. <laughs> Alright, we are going to close out there. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this wonderful edition of Pinkies, Pinkies up, <laughs> up, bitches. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next.